Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Every episode is a separate, complete adventure, so you can listen to them in any order. We are joined by Tanninger. Tell me about yourself. Tanninger, good fellow. Satyr, beauty, icon, level four cleric, level six bard, level four fighter. I'll spare you to the details because the much more important thing about me today, not my chestnut hair, not my pantsless frame, <laughs> but I just got the coolest new coat. It's shining red, gold epaulets, slightly military style, but it plays off my skin tone so well. Yes, it does. Uh, we have Olive. Hey, everybody. Olive is admiring Tanager's epaulets. <laughs> They're like gold tassels swaying on your red military coat. I'm like, my eyes are following them. My alligator eyes, because I'm a bipedal crocodile and also a level 14 monk. I just finished a pickup volleyball game. And we have Rolo. Hi, everybody. Rolo Specklebottom here. I am looking fashionable as well. I have recently upgraded my, my wardrobe to have um, a khaki coat over my um, a nice better white shirt with more pockets in it so that I have things to carry on my uh, travels. And I'm here with uh, Nacho, my capybara, and Mount. I am a halfling and a wild magic sorcerer. You are all in the guild hall. It is a large building with a bar, a sitting area with wooden tables and chairs, and a wall with a cork corkboard that typically has job flyers posted. The bar looks trashed right now. There was a huge party last night, and I think you guys are looking a little worse for wear. Oh, I'm definitely waking up in the bar, right? So yeah, <laughs> I, I just sort you of like curled peel up my... under it. What's that? I believe you were curled up under it. Yes, I was snuggling under a under a stool, and I sort of peel myself up off the floor and blearily look around at the destruction that we visited on the poor bar last night. Yeah, uh, yeah. The door's broken. The There's the overturned tables and chairs, just cans and bottles everywhere. Uh, Tanninger fell asleep on the stairs, attempting to go up to his bedroom. So kind of like blearily turns over, just lying like on his back on the staircase and goes, Curry, coffee. Curry brings you coffee. Oh, thank you. You're such an angel. Yes, yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then he'll just sit up on the stairs and kind of wait for other people to awake. Apparently, I just finished a pickup volleyball game, so I hop over the lifeless. No, I hop over the consciousnessless bodies of my passed out friends and i'm like hey y'all ready to play more volleyball because i'm full of energy i'm a monk hi i don't get poisoned by alcohol (laughs) tanager like chugs the rest of his coffee looks at all of and goes all right let's go play some volleyball like gets himself up onto his feet uh rollo crawls behind the bar and finds like last night's pot of coffee and just dumps it into a glass, throws in like a couple of tugs from the whiskey bottle and, you know, just starts downing that as fast as he can (laughs) while holding his head. Hair of the dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, You want some dog to go with that? Excuse me? I start making bacon. Is that dog bacon? 
Yeah. Uh, Tanja has no qualms about food, so he's just sitting at the counter, like, watching Olive make breakfast. <laughs> you suddenly hear a knock at the door. <laughs> oh, Bacon brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Tanja will get up and, uh, answer the door. You open the door, and you see a two-foot-tall floating blue creature, appears feminine, uh, dressed in a gown made of sea foam and bubbles that are just kind of concealing things, but kind of not. Um, she's beautiful, even though she's tiny, very shimmery. Uh, she's a little gossamer wings, and she's, she's hovering about two feet off the ground. She stares at you expectantly. Well, hello. Tanager steps back and motions for them to come into, like, the adventuring hall. What brings you by the guild hall today, you beautiful creature? Are you hungry? No, thank you. Uh, I... my name is Nixie. May I come in? Oh, uh, w just one moment. I do have to ask you, are you the sort of magical creature that, like preys on people and if i let you in you're gonna attack us and stuff i just it's we're adventuring guild we have really formal rules no i don't attack people well of course come on in then you're invited in her face appears visibly relieved and she floats in through the door how big is she about two feet tall okay uh nixie i am tanager goodfellow these are my compatriots rollo specklebottom uh, Olive Mundo, and the rest of the fire-breathing kittens appear to be passed out on the floor. So we'll save introductions for later. Pleased to meet you. I wave a spatula. Hi! <laughs> I just sort of like, you know, give like a half-hearted wave, and, and, and I just start pouring myself a beer. <laughs> it smells so good in here. Do you want some bacon? Am I allowed to have bacon? Yeah, I put some with the spatula right onto a plate. You can see the tension melt from her as soon as you utter the word yes. Aw, I want to feed her. Okay, Tanninger is curious and will need to do an arcana check at this point. Or would maybe nature be... Well, it's the same either way. What would be more appropriate to try to figure out what they are? Mm, arcana. Okay. That's a 14. Hmm... Not quite good enough to know exactly what she is. Uh, you can tell that she is some kind of fae. Um, and that she does seem to require permission for anything that she does. Interesting. Um, I do have that psychic ability where I can send messages. People can't message back, but I'll send to Rolo and Olive. Uh, she's a fae. Just, you know, fae rules. Mm. Don't eat any of the food she gives you. Um you know don't give them your name probably don't dance with them um unless it looks fun but just heads up <laughs> uh not eating food is a problem for olive she does not appear to have any food okay good i yeah i give the poor skinny thing some bacon because i i have a need to feed her like <laughs> <laughs> she looks up at you with big round eyes and says is this for me Yes! You're so cute. She appears visibly relieved when you say yes. Oh, I I make her more bacon. Like, I make sure she starts eating it, and I start making more. <laughs> uh, Tanninger just has to 
involve himself a little bit. When you put the second round of bacon out, Tanager looks at her and goes, No, you can't have this bacon. This is my bacon. She takes a step back and folds her hands behind her back. I was just kidding. Yes, you can have this bacon. Ah, she rushes forward and starts eating bacon. It's a, it's a real yes-no thing with her. That's a telepathic message. So, uh, what brings you into the hall today, Nixie? I have an announcement. Lay it on us. You're allowed to say it. <laughs> she perks up and her eyebrows raise. She uh, drifts up towards the center of the room and says, <clears throat> May I have your attention? She's adorable and I love her. <laughs> She's uh, staring yes. at you expectantly. <laughs> yes, you, you may. Yes? Yeah. Ah, suddenly a sparkly blue substance appears to stream out from all of your faces towards her. Concerned? Very concerned. <laughs> yes, I'm also in the concerned group. Yeah, thanks, Tanager. Didn't I say don't give her your name? She's Faye. And you just gave her your attention. Our she attention, it seems like. And says, thank you very much. And rushes towards the door. Did she just take our souls? Oh, she, she took our attention. Uh, what are you going to do? Oh, okay. I think I know where this might be going. Tanninger is going to go pour himself a glass of wine, perhaps seeing his reflection in the surface of the liquid. Hmm. Roll a d6. Okie dokie. That is a one. Ah, you are able to pour the wine as expected. Oh, farts. <laughs> she might have just taken our free will. Uh. Uh, 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 try to do something. Olive, slap this wine. No, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I already did. <laughs> Monk reflexes. Did Olive attempt to slap the wine? Yes. Ah, roll a d6. Oh, no. Also one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you slapped the wine. I don't think you're right. I'm, I, it's all over <laughs> us now. <laughs> okay, well. I I walk up and just slap Tanager. <laughs> uh, roll a d6. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Uh, six. You trip and fall. You weren't watching where you were going. Rolo, you okay, buddy? Did you just try to hit me? <laughs> it's like no no okay. I was, yeah there was a, a bee you know mm. it's gone now and i pick myself up okay, i pat you on the shoulder dust you off uh cool coat by the way coat club um yeah we absolutely have to follow dixie why i attempt to eat more bacon roll a d6 two you randomly punch the bar oh no <laughs> Oh no, Olive can't hmm. eat bacon, this is awful. Okay, can I make an arcana check again to try to figure out what that magic was? Because uh, Tanninger being a satyr is technically a fey creature. So maybe he could put two and two together of like, oh snap, this is what happened. Sure, would you consider that an action or... It's not oh. magic. Uh, I mean, it... Uh... I think in combat, making a check does take an action, so it might be an action. Yes, that's an action. Roll a d6. 
That's a five. Uh, you do your Arcana check with advantage. You are hyper-focused. That's going to be a 16. Ah, with a 16, you are aware that she has stolen your attention. You all have attention deficit disorder now. <laughs> oh, I didn't even have that much to get rid of. Ah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, no. What were we yes. talking about? <laughs> so you know that uh, when you have attention deficit dis- disorder... You roll a d6 with any action. With a 1, you proceed as planned. With a 2, you attack a random item. With 3, you stare into space. With 4, you do the planned action with disadvantage. With 5, with advantage. And 6, you trip over your own feet. You also know that if you attempt to cast any magic spell, you again roll a d6. 1 or 2, it goes as planned. 3 to 4, you will cast another random spell of the same level. And 5 to 6... It goes as planned, but you also roll on the magic on the wild magic table. This is so cool as a player, as yeah. a character. Oh no! <laughs> this is a super fun mechanic. Neat. <laughs> Whatever will you do? I literally don't know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh my god. Was Curry affected? I never said her name. She didn't say anything in the scene. Was she in the room? Uh, yes, she brought coffee. Ah, dang it. Even my aid. I was really gonna rely on my aid for this one. Uh, farts, guys. I help Rolo up off of the floor. Um, I Roll tried to. Oh gosh. This is... Oh, gosh. I random attacks. No. You hit Rolo in the face. <laughs> oh, no. Why like my biffed. friends fighting? She, like, bends down to pick me up and biffs me in the face instead. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry. Thanks, Olive. 25 to hit. Does that yeah, hit? Yeah, that hits. That, that, that hits. <laughs> I wasn't going to make you roll actual damage. Good, because that's nine damage. It's non-lethal, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's lethal. <laughs> oh, oh my god, Olive, you broke his nose. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, man, upon seeing Olive just strike Rolo, um, does movement count as an action? No. I leave the building, and then I guess we'll attempt to... Uh, uh, I'll be looking for Nixie, but also anybody else who seems to have fallen for this trick so people stumbling you know stuff like that maybe she, hopefully she's left a trail of destruction in her wake well uh you know everything looks normal outside she does have a movement speed of 3000 so and you okay. guys did not take the chance for any kind of skill checks to try to stop her so she is gone damn um, this is not a good day. Okay, well, we just need to find a scryer. We've seen her face. Um, I can transmit thought and create minor images, so maybe we can at least find a general area of where she went. Or yeah. we could go get coffee again. <laughs> can we? Is getting coffee in action? Probably. <laughs> I've never met a scryer. Does anyone else know one or of one? 
Rolo, you're a sorcerer. Do you have any magical like friends or insights? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't. I really just do my own magic, but uh, we could probably check the, the Sending Stone book. All right. I, I go <sighs> to the nearest Sending Stone book, and I start looking up in the yellow page section to see if I can find... A, a, you know, like maybe a utilitarian magic shop that does everybody. I don't think we do. We need a specialist in scrying. I I think it might be worth it. All right. <laughs> All right. So I investigate the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, first off, roll a d6. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm going. All right. Five. Oh, you proceed as advantage. You are very focused on this phone book. All right, so um, I guess is that would that be an investigation? Sure. All right, let me. All right, I got a. Sorry, sixteen. Ah, oh, that passes. Uh, you your finger lands on a listing that states uh, Ayaz, doer of odd jobs, mystic scrying, etc. And there's an address and a phone number. All right. I ripped a page out, and I'm like, all right, guys, I got our man. Let's go. I follow mm-hmm. you because moving is the only safe option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tanager's trying to do, like, at the end of Ghostbusters, where it's just like, don't think about anything. Don't get distracted. Like, just walk down the street. Don't think of a Tarrasque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the address is clearly listed. Um do a history check. Also, who's leading? I have the paper. I guess I'll lead. Yeah, roll up. All right, All I right, roll a one, and then I'm going to roll my history check. Okay, you proceed as planned. A seven. Mm. You do not recognize this location. You're going to have to find some help. Is there anyone around? Cab drivers or, you know, uh, carts or anything? Carriages. You do see, um, you guys are not far from the Hall of Records. That could work. I can get there. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we head off to the Hall of Records to look for directions. Ah, yes. Uh, you see several several uh, marked doors. There's one that's marked parking tickets. There's one that's marked uh, carriage licensing. There's one that's marked um, residential directories, one that's marked um, judiciary. Uh, Tanninger would like to attempt to disguise self and use his charlatan ability to become Marvin Funk, because Tanninger Goodfellow has been parking a lot of unlicensed carriages in the wrong spots. Roll a d6. Honestly, I'm just having fun rolling the d6. (laughs) Uh, that's a five. That's a five? You get advantage on your <laughs> I mean, disguise applying. Yeah. Cool. Oh, wait, no, technically that was a spell. Is it the same? Is that a spell? Yeah, because I was disguised selfing. Okay. So, yes, you your, your spell proceeds as planned, but also roll for the wild magic table. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> which I believe is a D100. Oh, Lord. It is. It could explode. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a couple of them. Okay, so oh, first don't digit. Don't die. Don't die. An eight and a four, so that's an 84. 84. Um, let me just pull up the wild magic table. 
And then Tanager <laughs> died. I was just like, oh man, government building. Better go incognito. <laughs> Explode. Wild Yeah. <laughs> you got an, 80, an 84? Yes. Each creature within 30 feet of you takes 1d10 necrotic damage, and you regain hit points equal to the sum of total necrotic damage dealt. Ow. Three. Rolo, are you within 30 feet? Uh, yeah, I'm right with him. Hold on, let me get in here and... Sorry. D10? Mm-hmm. That is... 10. Good. <laughs> good. This is becoming a good day. So I got punched in the face, and then my goat friend sucked the life out of me. He did. I mean... But Tanager, you're looking very healthy. Yeah. yeah you're glowing. My- my hangover bags are gone. Like, all the blotchiness is out of my face. Mm-hmm. And I do know how to do inflict wounds, so I imagine I just let another <laughs> spell slip when I was casting Disguise Self. Yeah, you did. Oh. Sorry. Oh, yikes. Oh, dang, Rolo, did I get you? But your fur is looking so oh. lustrous. Rubbing my oh. head, I'm like, this hangover's killer, but that was not good. <laughs> Ah, uh, man, I I wish I knew how to heal. <laughs> you have how many levels in Cleric? Yeah, I had the spell for a while, and then I realized, no. <laughs> Thanks. But Thanks, now, uh, after finding out the Tanager is the only Cleric in the current active fire-breathing <laughs> guild roster, it's and true. now injuring my friend without being able to heal him, might take a healing spell next level. <laughs> he feels genuinely pretty bad. This is his second big mess up of the day. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Uh, so your disguise, what What would you guys like to do? Continue as originally planned. Is there well, a... You have to pick a door. Is there a help kiosk? No, they're just marked doors. Uh, we could go... There is a residential directory door. Hmm. I guess, yeah, let's let's hop in there. See what we yeah. see. All right. You open the door, and you see a dwarven woman in leather armor with uh, lustrous chestnut hair streaming down her back and bulging biceps against a leather armband. She's reading a romance novel. Hello, nurse. <laughs> uh. Oh. Uh, oh, hello. Sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. I'll just put this away. Um, my <laughs> name is Penelope. Penelope Ironfist. How can I help you? Penelope. That's that's a lovely name. Oh. Uh, well, thanks. I uh, was wondering if maybe you could assist my friends and I. Now, Rolo is lovestruck in this because Rolo's dream girl has always been a strong dwarven woman who could hold him and potentially crush his skull like a grape. So he's, he's definitely trying to flex the charisma right now. And he likes, so he saunters over, you know, kind of leans forward onto her desk and is like, my associates and I are adventurers and we're looking for some address here. And we're wondering if you could maybe help us find where it is. And I slide the paper over and I, you know, I've got the circled line. Uh, Tanager would like to come up behind him and go, oh, uh, Mr. Rollo, those very important documents, um, I have them ready for you whenever you need. And cast Bardic Inspiration, which is a bonus action, so I should be cool, right? Sure. Okay. There you go, you get a D8 for flirting. All right. Um, 
Yeah. All right. I feel so, like are are you trying to roll a charisma check here? I feel like I should. Oh, no. Roll I mean, your D6 first. All right. I'm oh, gonna roll no. my don't trip. Roll my D6. <laughs> and I, I roll a four. No. You have disadvantage, but go ahead. Okay. I have disadvantage, so I guess I will. What, what am I? Am I rolling a straight? I charisma? mean, is this could be. It could be straight charisma. This could be persuasion. This could be performance. I'll I mean, take it's persuasion really if angle. I can. Okay, Let's yeah, you're that. trying to persuade her that you are not significantly physically weaker than her. Yes. Oh, that's terrible because I rolled a tw- natural twenty and a three. Oh. Okay, so that's a twelve. Add your bardic inspiration die. Oh, okay, that's right. So D eight. Let's do this. Thank you for four. So sixteen. Okay, that absolutely passes. She flushes a bit and um, adjusts the hem of her, of her leather skirt and says, well, helping is what we do. Um. What can I get for you? Tanager looks at Olive and like, we should leave. Yeah, yeah moving <laughs> is the one thing I can do and I leave the room. Yeah, Mr. Rolo, we'll be waiting outside whenever you're ready, sir. All oh. right, friends, I'll be right yeah. out. Your friends seem to have left left us alone. Seems that way. Well, I suppose you'll have to get what you came here for. Oh, I think you're right. And I think you have what I need. Oh, maybe. What do you need? Oh, God. I think you know what I need. Well. And I know. I know what you need. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm riding the 16 as far as it'll get me. <laughs> Her bosoms are heaving. <laughs> She's still like a foot taller than me, but I'm like, like on tippy toes on the desk. And I'm like, so Penelope, when do you get out today? I've got oh. a little thing to take care of with my friends, but I should have that wrapped up by dinner time. Oh, um, around five. I, I'm a government employee. Five? Yeah. It's my favorite time. Yeah. <laughs> it might be mine now, too. Why don't I, uh... Why don't I, uh, meet you, uh, in the square at, uh, say, quarter past five, and we can see where the night takes us. Okay. I'll be Surely there must the be halfling. something I can do to help you now that too but i'll be the halfling with the rose yes sir and so i say can you just give my friends and i direction to to this uh arcane practitioner we need to to see him about some professional work i think i can help there she turns around and climbs a ladder on the bookcase on the wall uh you see large bulging thighs just pulsing as she climbs this ladder peeking out from under her skirt she shaved those too rollo is just like don't look don't look don't look don't look (laughs) oh she flashes you a little smile over her shoulder she knows you can see okay i like penelope (laughs) <laughs> I mean, she's kind of modest. The, the The skirt is covering like mid thigh up, but it, it shows a little peak. What was her last name? It was Iron. Iron Fist. And she can't quite reach the book she's looking for. You see that she 
hangs from one arm and does like a one-armed pull-up to grab the book off of the high shelf and swing back to the ladder. She slides down and slams this, you know, 40-pound book right there on the table, flips through a few pages and says, ah, yes, I think here's the map that you need. Let me just give you a quick sketch. Oh, thank you, Penelope. This is really wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to tonight. I'm just going to clean up this little uh, uh, t- uh, end that I need to tie up here. And I think we'll have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And I just like, she I ha- sort of like touch her hand a little bit while we're, while she's doing that and, you know, give her a, the, the eye. <laughs> Her fingers linger on your hand as she hands Ooh. you this paper. Ooh. Like like she, beat a sweat down the side while she was doing that thing with the shelf for sure. Oh yeah. She like even dab it bites off her lower some. lip. Oh man. This is Whoo, Roto getting hot. <laughs> well, if you need anything else before five, you just let me know. I'll be here all day. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Leave on a high note, dog. Just get out of there. <laughs> I, I, oh, oh, oh. I like, I like wink and, and a smile. Take the paper and, uh, and I, thanks for the sketch. See you tonight. And I just mosey out. She slugs you in the shoulder on your way out. <laughs> Take a oh. D8 of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Does she not have attention now? Oh, or, no. She has plenty it? of attention. She's very focused. Okay. Am, am I, She's okay. just that kind of girl. All right. All right. Okay. I hope I didn't just get friend zoned. Oh my God. No, that is in no way what happened, Rolo. I don't know. She punched me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Her last name is Iron Fist. She oh, probably that's loves true. punching. Where did she punch me? On the shoulder. You oh, nice I was hoping bruise. it was somewhere sexy. Oh, no. That's later. <laughs> all right. Well, Iron Fist. I don't know. All right. I take the map to my friends. I'm like, all right, so two things happened. We have to be wrapped up uh, by five at the absolute latest. I would like more time to go um, get ready, but uh, I also have the map. But the important stuff is done by five, okay? Thanks oh, for the yeah. assist in there, guys. Appreciate it. Tanager, Olive. That was that was clutch. Thank you. Yeah, Tanager is clapping when he sees the door start to open. <laughs> 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 Beautiful work. Excellently done. I couldn't have done better myself. <laughs> All right. Well, you can see on the map that it's just the neighborhood you need is only a few blocks away. It's very clearly marked. Um, so do you proceed to Ayaz's house? Yeah. Go to see Ayaz. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pull up on a very um, modest house in, in a residential neighborhood. There is a sign out sunt that says Ayaz for odd jobs and uh, there is a knocker on the door. Oh no. Olive tries to knock on the door. Uh, Yeah, he's pointing at me. I'm going to roll a d6. That's a one. Yeah. Wait, that's good. Okay. You engage the knocker. Yeah, I I can do normal things. Yeah. Let me go. (laughs) Thump, thump, thump. (laughs) You hear a voice inside. on the shoulder. Good job. Yeah, double yes, thumbs yes, up I'm from coming, Tanager. I'm coming. What do you want? Oh, my God. You're so needy. A blonde woman answers the door and throws the doors open. Yes. Yes. Scrying spell, please. Looking for eye gas? Uh, 
You mean Ayaz? Oh, yes. Ayaz? Yeah, no G? Okay. No, like the sign on the front says, Ayaz, A-Y-A-Z. Yeah, right this way. She leads you through the, the house to a sitting room, uh, and you see a half-orc man with long black hair lounging on a sofa. She looks over her shoulder and says, these ones are for you. Uh, I guess your eye has then? Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, are you customers? I'm so sorry. He gets up and uh, gently pats the blonde woman on the arm and says, Crystal, we talked about this. Here, we... Yes, I'll take care of it later. Oh, yes, thank you. And she uh, she leaves the room. Yes, yes. How can I help you? Looking to get some some things grown. Is that the past tense of scry? Scryed? Ah, you need a scrying spell. Yes, I can help with that. What are we looking for? Lost car keys? Uh, maybe a missing sending stone? A powerful fae that stole our attention. Oh. Well, all right. Um, she has a bubble dress and she floats. Two feet tall. Name of Nixie. Okay, oh, that, we have a name. Maybe an is alias. That her, is that her true name? Almost definitely not. Yeah. kind of drops his head. <laughs> ah. All right. Um, hmm. I can create an image of her, if that would help. Though my magic's been a little bit unpredictable as of an hour ago. <laughs> Interesting. Um, we can't scry with a magical image. We have to either have a true name or uh, something from their person, some some item that belonged to them. Do you think we might be able to find one of those? She has something that belongs to us. Uh, some dog bacon. Well, we gave it to her, so then yeah. it's her bacon. Oh. Yeah, mm. so we could use the bacon. If could she we? had any leftovers, that's her bacon. Yeah, can we locate object? We if can we try. a small amount of some bacon, we can find its friend. Mm, maybe. Pass it over. Okay, and I think that is how the locate object spell works, by the way. I'm so glad you didn't eat that bacon. It was on her plate. It was hers. Yeah, but you're like an alligator person. I don't know. You drink blood. That's true. You lick. I was distract. Oh, yeah. Eating is an action. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Dang it. So it is limited by distance. It has to be within a thousand feet of you. Ah. Uh. You sense the direction of the object's location as long as that object is within a thousand feet of you. If it's in motion, you know the direction of its movement. I mean, it does say, now it, it probably would apply to the bacon because it says it can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close within 30 feet at least once. <laughs> so, uh... Hmm. All right. Well, maybe go ahead and between the bacon and this, uh, maybe the, the magical image you mentioned of of the fae we might be able to at least come close maybe like get a sense of direction to her i don't know yeah absolutely i described the bacon to you mm. he listens very closely it was it's first off it smelled amazing it was about six inches long and two inches wide wavy with crispy buttery exterior little tiny foam bubbles in parts of it and like red and white lines and it's also made you... of dog yeah <laughs> kind of leaving out a big part okay 
Uh, I think we've got a little bit to work with. Let me let me just do a few things here. He bustles around and pulls out a bowl of water and a white crystal on a string and a map of the city and uh, starts swinging the crystal around. Um, you see that it's pulled towards the eastern part of the map, but it doesn't touch down. Mm, it was a long shot. Yeah, so it's the Fae's not in the city anymore, but it looks... Like, it's gone out to the ocean. It, it, it looks like east of the city. Um, I mean, do you have any connections with, uh, you know, the the magical water people? Tanager starts sweating. W- what's wrong? Goats don't sweat. Oh, no, he's panting again. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just start panting really hard. Uh, <laughs> I... I know somebody in the oceanic magic community. Is there any, could you like cut my hands off and use those? Would that, is that another option? Sounds like you know someone really scary. Yes. The most terrifying person I've ever met in my life. Who is this person? Uh, yeah, I guess Tanger has known you guys for a really long time now. Uh, my ex-girlfriend Drusilla. Oh, when you get drunk, sometimes you say that name. Yeah, a tanager like tries to never speak her name and is like, "Ah, oh, I really came down to this, eh?" All right. Um, do you have a trash can? Yes. Uh, where would that be located? He passes you a small waste basket. Tanager immediately throws up at the idea of running into his ex girlfriend again. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I guess things ended on a bad note there, huh? Yeah, you could say that. Can you describe Drusilla exactly? uh, What is she? How is she able to help here? So she is technically a dryad, but her grove was always like palm trees and more like tropical climate, not like the standard like pine forest or like, you know, Lord of the Rings sort of like fantasy forest. Um, So beautiful, tall, like plant-like features, like, probably a a good foot and a half taller than Tanninger is. And just, like, that lithe sort of, like, alien beauty. Um, Wears glasses, keeps her hair up in a ponytail, like, sort of a bookish type. Hmm. Um, And, like, you know, like, has her own grove in the island, so is, like, a dryad of some status in circles. That sounds like a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah, sounds great. Is this going to be a problem when you meet her? No, no, it's, um, it's fine. Because Tanager doesn't have to go. Marvin Funk can. Ooh, her ex-boyfriend's going to come at her in a costume. This is, uh, (sighs) yep. Tanager is like a trapped animal right now, trying to think of any way to get out of this. Uh... No, I mean, he knows what has to be done, but it's just panicky. And, um, yeah, all right, let's let's get going. All right, well, do you know where she lives? Do you know where her island is? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I lived there for a number of years. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, assuming we can get to, like, the docks, like, I, I know, like, the name, and we probably have to take, like, a ferry, because it's probably fairly remote. But, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, go go for it. Just describe what you're doing. 
cool. So do we need to make any checks to get to the docks? That's more mainly what no, I was concerned about. Very familiar with the docks. We go there a lot. Uh, cool. Uh, so Tanager, I guess, like, as they're walking and on the boat ride, we could do, like, a cinematic cutscene where he has just been talking about this nonstop since he found out he had to run into her. But, uh, basically, it kind of explains his backstory of, like, yeah, we met, I was, it was back when I was working as a Corsaian, um, I was, like, hanging out in some islands, you know, going to parties at night, I ran into Drusilla, she was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, but we are deeply different people and, uh, spending a quiet life with someone that I hurls over the side of the boat. Um, (laughs) yeah, just, uh, you know, it wasn't what my God had in plan for me. So I began losing my clerical powers and I realized that I was doing a disservice to not only my religious order, but my sort of race as a whole. By not being a big fat party animal all the time. So I had to break up with her. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And, you know, I know to non-revelers that seems crappy in a word. But it's a choice that I made and has been haunting me ever since. She's a very nice woman, but like I said, the most terrifying thing i could imagine i i kind of sidle up to you and i like stroke your leg fur and i'm like it's okay buddy we're here for you man olive do you remember that time when me you and aaron like went to that like thing where there were the buttons that you would find like your partner and stuff and then you got your greatest desire at the end yeah it was really i remember how i kind of freaked out yeah i was worried my greatest desire would be changing into the person that could be with her. And I didn't want to change. That's why I didn't want to hit the button. Oh, wow. Um, Wasn't the person who could be with her Simmons the kind? Yeah, whatever, but he sucks, though. So So you would have changed into him? Oh, Tanager, you're nothing like Simmons the kind. You're not kind at all. Don't worry. (laughs) Thank you, Olive. (laughs) You're a sweet crocodile. As he's sort of crying, I, like, lean over to Olive, and I'm like, do you think as a goat he like nibbled on her like leaves and stuff? Like just weirded out how this may happen. Like I could pick you up and throw you over the boat railing. Yeah, but why? <laughs> <laughs> but just tanager, curious. No, you're like That was really? an aside, it wasn't a tanager. <laughs> I continue comforting my friend. First off, you're a jerk. Uh, you took her bacon away. You saw a hungry person and you were like, no bacon for you. Don't worry. You're like, you're a bacon Nazi. You're fine. You're not simming the kind at all. Yeah, some tanner to the rad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So, yeah, then uh, just a series of boat rides and ferries. <laughs> and I keep reassuring you that you're a horrible person. I, is there a bar on the ferry? Because I want to take Tanager and be like, no, we're going to live our best lives here. I'm going to help you out, buddy. And I just go and I'm like, two pitchers, let's go. How are you paying your fares on these ferries? Tanager looks to Olive. <laughs> Olive has way less money than she should because she keeps paying to revivify people she had killed when she burned down buildings. Uh, so I, oh, I do have 500 gold in my coin pouch. So that's how. Yeah, that's I got, like a hundo on me. 
Yeah. Okay. So you guys are paying for your fairies in gold. Oh, absolutely. All right. Everyone subtract five gold. Cool. No problemo. Can you spot me? Yeah. I got you. All right. I'll do minus 10. I was going to say, we have a bard. If he wanted to, he could perform for their passage. It's one of the bardic ability. Yeah. See, you Uh, know what uh, someone the kind can't do? Dance. You can dance. Let's see it. If you want to. You can leave your friends behind. But don't leave your friends behind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we all got there. Um, Okay. Uh, Yeah. Tanager. (sighs) He thinks about a song, but doesn't sing it. And then just does his little dance. Like, you know, and tells funny stories. And does his eloquence bard thing. But, like... You can see there's a memory of something that, like, he chokes down. I scream, woo, woo, that's my friend. He's a terrible person. Yes, Tanage of the Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am... Do you want me to roll the d6 or uh, the d20 first? Uh, the d6 first. Got you. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he trips off of the boat. Right? Like, I have spells that could back me up. It was a one. Uh, so I'm okay. chilling. Go ahead. And then the performance is a oh, 17 on the dice plus a whopping nine makes for a 26. Oh, yeah. You stun everyone. You're doing this like modern interpretive dance that really portrays your feelings, the the hope that Drusilla is going to be able to help you, but also the apprehension for everything that's going to be coming your way. And you know that it's going to hurt, but it's going to be worth it because you're helping your friends and that you kind of like that, even though it's you're an awful person. Um, <laughs> that's and my everybody's friend. Like, he can't heal and- anybody. He's not that kind of cleric. He's a terrible person. <laughs> I'm not that kind of cleric, really. <laughs> and everyone's like, wow, this is really freaking weird. But uh, uh, sure, yeah, this might draw up business. Get on the boat. Uh, yeah, and his final dance move is that thing where I just, like, collapse into a heap, like, fully, like, folded up on the floor. And then the lights go out. <laughs> Rolo stands up and starts clapping and just at- is, like, bawling the whole time. Just, like, crying. <laughs> I feel your pain, man. You hear echoes as you are the only one clapping at the moment and everyone else is going. There's two people. <laughs> okay, two people clapping. Everyone else is staring slack jawed. They I don't know what to make of this. I, I, I put five gold near you and I'm like, great job. And then I walk away and I look at the crowd like, come on. Oh, I turn back and I cast mass suggestion at the crowd and tell them that they definitely <gasps> want to to clap for this guy, totally forgetting that I have to roll on the <laughs> fey pin in the ahead. neck table. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, go ahead, roll. D6. Oh no, and then Rolo died. Okay, it was a six. Oh, roll a d100, please. Oh goodness. I knew it was going to be that one. 42. Oh. You turn into a potted plant at the start of your next turn. While a plant, you are incapacitated and have vulnerability to all damage. If you drop to zero hit points, your pot breaks and your form reverts to your original form. How how long does it last for? Until your pot is broken. Okay, well, anyway, I cast Mass Suggestion because it's on the end. It's at the start of my next turn. So I suggest that they have just seen the most 
amazing, moving, emotionally raw performance that they have ever witnessed on the it's almost a religious experience to these people and i say and you better clap and as i say that i turn into a small petunia (laughs) you do uh you are a small potted petunia in a terracotta pot uh but everyone starts bawling and clapping and 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 putting coins in tanninger's hat tanninger please collect 500 gold Woo! rollo (laughs) i pick up the petunia Rolo, what happened? I make sure that he stays safe and that his pot is not broken because I don't understand magic. I make petunia noises. Wait, you you picked up the pot? Absolutely. Oh, no. Uh, uh-huh. Um, well, maybe not, oh, no. Uh, I guess I'll roll out a d6 and... What's a four? What's a four? Mm, you do as planned with disadvantage. I think you're still able to pick up the pot. I pick up the pot and I say Rolo. Right? Yeah. This is Rolo. <laughs> Tanger starts like crying. Why would Rolo turn himself into a plant right before I have to meet Drusilla? <laughs> so that, you know what? He I'm did his this emotional support. Because he, exactly, he's your emotional support plant, and she's a druid, so you need something to talk to her about. You've heard that she's really good with petunias. Um, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, uh, Tanager, can I roll a d20 to throw a hissy fit? Mm, roll a d6 first. Okay. Now we have an excuse to talk to her, though, Tanager. That's a one. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You roll, roll your hissy fit. Okay, so if it's low, I'm going... Okay, yeah, so Tanninger gets really mad and is like, I don't want a stupid emotional support plant, and grabs it and throws it on the ground. It turns back into... Well, well, what is that? Roll a d6. Yeah, first roll a d6. It might be like an opposed athletics against Olive. Yeah, because you're trying to, like, disarm her, basically, of her potted plant. Well, does she hold on? And I think that this is Rolo and that I have to protect him. So I'm going to. Yeah. yeah okay. So do I roll a, an opposed athletics check against you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I rolled so a you six. You don't have even to roll need to. D6s, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, I got a one on the D6. Mm-hmm. I got a six. <laughs> yep. So you, so. so you trip. Yeah. And then I got. A nine athletics check. I am a monk, not a fighter. <laughs> you beat his six. All right. So oh. you trip and fall on the ground in front of me, and I'm like, "Stop trying to hurt Rolo. You're a terrible person. This is proof. You will never be some in the kind. But you know, you can just be average if you want." Well, Rolo's a terrible plant. I'm going to our cabin until we arrive. Whenever he's done messing with me, let me know. DM, oh, am I here. aware? Yes. Oh, I'm aware. Okay, good. But you cannot take actions that a plant right. cannot take. Nope. I take you out into the sunshine and I give you some water. I'm like, oh no, one of my friends is crying in their room and the other one's a plant. <laughs> How oh. much water do you give it? Uh, uh, I, the ground should be squishy, but not mud. Okay. I don't know anything about plants. This feels so weird. I think you overwatered him and he starts to gain necrotic damage from root rot. 
<laughs> Slowly you're going to die from my love. Welcome to Houseplants. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, we're here. We're at an island. You can see some palm trees. There's a beach. It's very paradisey. Uh, you guys see when Tanninger comes out of his room, he has taken off his cool new jacket. He's not wearing his makeup or his horn tips and looks just like a normal satyr. Is it still Marvin Gaye or is it you? Uh, no, it's me. Okay. Tanninger is like, he basically went to the cabin to finish his freak out and realized that like his friends are at stake and it kind of plays off hurting Rolo earlier in the day where he's like, this is my responsibility. You have to see her put away the costume and just bring Tanninger. Very mature. Yeah, he's no. got a date at five. We got to figure out how to unpetunia this Rolo. Oh, God, she wouldn't know that, too. <laughs> Just Penelope sitting across the table with a potted plant. We swear it's him. <laughs> oh, Mr. Rolla had a bit of an accident. He's now Petunias. <laughs> it was really important to him. He didn't miss the date, though. We can't speak to plants and yeah, everything. I said I would be the one with the rose, not to be the one who is the rose. Uh Cool. So, yeah, uh, Drusilla's Grove is, like, the heart of the island, you know, um, then, yeah, it, it's, like, there is a, like, hut, basically, that we built, because I don't like sleeping outside, but otherwise, she, like, there's no real buildings or anything on the island, unless things have changed in the, like, four or five years we've been apart. Everything is exactly as you remember it. Oh, God, that's the worst. Okay. Um, so Tanninger is, like, walking down memory lane. Uh, the road that leads to the hut. Yeah, like... Yes, it's called memory lane. There's yeah. a sign. Yeah, we painted that sign one day. I planted that tree over there. It really looks nice... very stunted, but there are a lot of other trees that are looking very healthy. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not that kind of... Gardner, man. Yeah. <laughs> Willow's still keeping this plant act up, huh? <laughs> yeah, so you come across a circle of palm trees with a sandy center, the little hollow, and uh, in the middle there's a small pool, and you see a naked brown-skinned woman with green hair lounging in the water. Hello, Drusilla. Oh. Oh. Yes. Hi. Tanninger, uh, how can I help you? I'm yes, really sorry. Sign. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, oh my God, Drusilla, we're back at it again. I'm sorry I had to leave, but now I'm back. And of course, you're going to love this next part. I need a favor. And yes, yes I'm sure. it's magic. I could have learned if I would have went down the druid path, but you know, I'm not about that, Drusilla. I wouldn't expect you to. What is it this you time? We got our attention stolen by some sort of sea fairy. And also, just to get clear the air about it, you still look incredible. Well, I'm immortal, I should. Well, yeah, well, thanks for rubbing it in my face that I age. <sighs> well, you're doing it gracefully. Thanks, Drusilla. And he, like, smiles. Okay, so... You got your attention stolen by a sea fairy. Cool. How can I help? Do you know of any? Is the 
coastal court like still meeting semi regularly? Like uh, how's um uh, Oasis, our, our old druid friend, we would have dinner with? Is he still in the community? He is, but I don't think he's going to help you, Tanager. That I mean, I've told you a million times. I'm a dryad. I'm a creature of the land, even though I'm coastal. I, I mean, did you even think to ask the sea witch? Oh, oh, that's right, the sea witch. Yes, <gasps> the purveyor of everything magical. She rules Atlantis now, for God's sake. She's very easy to find. Oh, you know, I'm uh, actually, he's kind of going back to his, like, original, even more braggadocious Tanninger, like, when he first met her. It's like, you know, I actually, uh, I know the Prince of the Tritons. We, like, we go adventuring, like, all the time. We're, like, pretty good friends. That party boy? Sound, sounds about right. Uh, in his head, he's like, damn, it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, where's the sea? Okay, so I assume the sea witch is down in Atlantis? Uh, yeah. Do you know how to get there? No. Okay, well, I don't either. I'm on this island, but I'm sure someone can help you. Is there anything land-oriented that I can do to help you? Uh, so my friend's a plant, and he's got a date at five. Oh, I love plants. He needs, like, a really good rose, but he didn't want to become it, you know? Oh, he wasn't a plant to start with. Sorry, my best friends are plants. <laughs> I, I, like, Olive likes her, but she also likes Nixie, so, like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what is he supposed to be? A halfling with a with a flower, not a flower. Oh. Uh, let me see. I hand her Rolo. Ah, roll a d6. Oh, no. Tanninger pets Nacho. Just be like, it's cool. We're, we're taking care of it, bud. Four. Hmm... Roll a straight dexterity check with disadvantage. Disadvantage to a monk is still plus five. Ten. Okay, you pass. You successfully hand her uh, the the potted petunia. Olive would Ooh. never drop her friend because she's good at dexterity. <laughs> she examines it and then places it on the ground, steps back, holds out her hand, and blows through waggled fingers. You see a green sickly aura spread out in a cone from her hand. Is that supposed to happen? That doesn't look good. What's going on? She looks so good doing it. She does. She notices you saying this and just turns the cone a little bit to cast it towards you a little bit. The grass starts to wither where the cone is hitting. Uh, and... Tanninger, you start to feel a little ill. Why do I like all the untrustworthy people? Uh, Tanninger takes five necrotic damage. Well, as the ground continues to wither, you notice that the clay pot cracks open, and suddenly Rolo is sitting on the ground. You're back. Oh, God. This is a day. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I point, I point at the dryad first, then I point at Olive. And then I look at Tanager and I'm like, you're welcome. They loved you. It was amazing. <laughs> Worth oh, it. Uh, thank you. And I'll give you like a hundred gold for casting the spell. I'm like, no, man. It's cool. Yeah, money's to be spent. If there's one thing I learned from someone 
I was very close to once. It's that physical possessions are not the things that are important in this world. All right. I read you loud and clear, and I, I take your, your hundred gold, throw that in the backpack. Drusilla looks down at you and says, you haven't discussed the matter of my payment. Speaking of spending. Is this one of those I go outside the door again situations? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tanager hopes not, because he might just pass out nosebleed anime style. But uh, what what do you want, Drusilla? You know, I have a lot of making up to do to you, so set your price. Oh, put your coin pouch away. My price is that you have to do something selfless and kind for someone else today. How am I supposed to do that? Well, uh, you are always clever. You'll figure it out. N- all right, Not Drusilla. all of us, though, right? Just, just him? Oh, no. I think the rest of you are fine. <laughs> oh, great. Don't want to ruin my streak. Hey, I didn't tell you your Simmond was back alive, so, like, I'm not a good person either. All right, go. Tanninger didn't even think about that. And, like... (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) You're a terrible person. It's okay. Uh, he... Okay. Um, thank you, Drusilla. Um, guys, could we have a minute? Now that I have Uh, legs, I'll go wherever you tell me to, Chief. (laughs) And I walk out. Uh, so he just looks up at her and goes, um, like I, like I said, Drusa, I owe you a lot of apology. I know you're a timeless being, but I feel bad for wasting your time. But know to a mortal like me, the time that we held together was precious. And I know you're land-based, but we can't cross the same stream twice. Um, I've changed. You are incomprehensible but I thank you and I'm sorry and like I said you have been keeping it so tight she looks uncomfortably down at her feet and uh, pats you on the shoulder yeah yeah thanks thanks Tanager it was probably more for me than for you but um you know if you ever move to the mainland I have a mansion (laughs) (laughs) she raises an eyebrow and as you start to turn away she grabs your chin and looks you dead in the eye and says, I meant it, Tanager. Kind and selfless. Just once. Oh, dang. I can't believe it wasn't her who dumped you. Whew. He bites his tongue so hard. Well, also, Tanager was totally faking his personality when he was in the relationship. He was just becoming like, you know, like whoever he thought she wanted him to be. And I think that might be why his god got mad at him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he bites his tongue to say something. Like, yeah, I bet you know about kindness, don't you? Uh, but just says, I will, Drusilla. I will. And goes back to his friends. Mm-hmm. She releases your chin and kind of tips it off towards the door. Or towards the opening in the, in the trees. Olive pretends she heard nothing. She was standing away far enough didn't have to witness any of that awkward X stuff. So um, she's like checking Rolo out for leaves, like looking behind <laughs> your head, squinting, suspicious. How could he have been a plant a few I'm like, seconds ago? How do I smell? I just lift my arm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I take it back. <laughs> Me and Nacho hang out. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, Tanninger comes in seeing, like, Rolo putting his armpit up to Olive and, like, Nacho running around at his probably, like, waist because he's so small. And just, like, smiles and thinks to himself, like, yeah, this is my life now. And I wouldn't change it. He's like, come on, guys. We got some attention to get back. Yeah. Let's move out, but not do any other actions. All right, you move out, but what's next? What will you do? So, do we have a sending stone to Aaron? Like, can we get in communication with him, or...? Mm, You tell me, can you? Uh, I don't know. My headcanon is that everybody has essentially cell phones, but I know that's probably not true. I'm not Um, sure that Aaron has one. I I think you might need to actually go and find him at the guild. Okay, well... Yeah, that works for me. I mean, I think he's our only firm lead on Atlantis, right? Unless, I guess, like, as we're taking the ferries back to Nicomoy, let's just ask sailors, like, hey, do you know where Atlantis is? <laughs> well, we know all the old songs. Ooh, ooh, sing them, sing them. <laughs> yes, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? All the Tritons! <laughs> yeah. Scary and blue and tooth pointy are they? Shark teeth are they? <laughs> All the tritons. Yeah, uh, okay. we've never been. That is, that's that's crazy talk. How would we even breathe down there? I mean, like there's like water breathing spells and like some I don't know. I, that is a very good point, sir. You are smart and nice. Tandra, I thought we discussed this. You have to be terrible. I don't know. I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, you arrive back at the guild. None of the sailors could help you. Tanninger looks to Olive and Rolo and is like, I have to go get changed. I need to put on the most costume I've ever put on in my life. Can you guys find Aaron? Uh, Sure. Aaron walks in. Hi, Aaron. So, uh, what's up, guys? Uh, Tanninger descends the stairs um, in just, like, more of a complete outfit. He was wearing just, like, his coat and his casual horn tips before. But, like, much more elaborate, like, dangles, bangles, jewelry, rings, uh, like a big puffy undershirt. Like, totally dressed. And he put his uh, hoof, uh, what did I call him? My hoof heels or whatever? my uh, goat shoes on so i'm standing a little taller and go uh we need to get to atlantis because somebody stole our attention and you are from there so how do we get there oh yeah um easy peasy come on up to my room i was just coming down here for a drink i don't know <laughs> yeah let's go back up there <laughs> uh cool so tanger turns heel and heads up the stairs yep you follow uh Aaron up to a room with a sign that says Aaron Triton and you follow him as he opens the door. You see that most of the room is taken up by a recessed pool. Uh, Simmond is lounging along the deck to the side of it, trailing his fingers through the water and causing uh, lily pads to sprout up with giant spiky white and pink flowers. Aaron climbs back into the pool and lays his head down on Simmons' lap and says, you know, these guys want to get to 
to to Atlantis. Do you think we should help them? Simon looks up at you guys. God, Tanager wants to be mean to him so bad. Uh, yeah, he just bites his tongue. He he can't bring himself to say anything without being rude. Does anyone have the time? Uh, yeah, it's it's about three o'clock. Okay, so listen, Aaron, we've worked together before. I need a solid buddy because I have a hot date with a really sexy dwarf lady later tonight, and. I lost my attention to someone and I don't want to accidentally turn into a plant again when I'm trying to put the moves on Penelope. So if you could, I'd like to get some Iron Fist. So if you could help me out. Well, I can certainly get behind that. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, He gestures towards the water and a globe of it comes up and solidifies with a shining blue light inside that seems to drift off towards the east inside the little globe. And he says, just get on a ship and follow this. It'll point you in the right way. You guys are going to figure out how to breathe down there, though, right? Uh. I can breathe underwater for about 15 minutes and then I die. Um, yeah. That's a problem. I, I can't breathe underwater. Do you know how to breathe underwater? Well, of course. There's a lot of ways. If you know someone, you know, if you have a, a high-level druid or uh sorcerer or anybody they can cast water breathing on you um like a dryad oh maybe there's there's oh, a tanager few... can't help it he goes no i'm not going back to drusilla's today and shoots him in a look i mean there's a couple of items too there's like the cloak of the manta does anybody have those we should check clearly the i don't closet. need one <laughs> it's like see um, if lost and found has anything uh, maybe, but they're also not expensive. You could just go buy one. They're only on common level. Yeah, let's go pick some up then. All right, yeah, I'm game. Yeah, okay, good luck. Bye. Okay, Olive spends 300 gold. She now possesses a cloak of the manta. <laughs> yeah, okay. Suffice it to say, we all buy one, right? Sure. Cha. Right. You just buy it at a regular shop, or... Yeah, sure, why not? All right, we got our cloaks. We're at the water's edge. We jump in. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, you, your globe is still pointing towards the east. Um, you jumped into the water? Well, we could probably charter a boat to, like, get us a little closer. Let's do that. Sure, there's there's a boat just off to your left. Hail, good sir. Might we charter your boat? Uh, well, of course! Tanager, is that you? Aha, always and forever. Oh, Blarmy, get on up here. Ah, oh, Tanager does his mirthful leap up and on, onto the boat. Uh-huh. Do a history check. Okie dokie. Do I have to roll a d6 first? Nah. Oh. Not for this. We're just recognizing someone. Cool. That's going to be a 12. 12. You succeed. You recognize Jim Bob. He's in the guild. Oh, Jim Bob. Hello. Out on the boat today, I see. No adventures lined up? I'm always on the boat. I'm not a very good adventurer. Ah, you know. Neither am I, depending on who you ask. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Ah, you could have fooled me. uh, I get up behind Tanager, and I'm like, I hate to break up the yuck fest here, guys, but, like, TikTok, come on. I I, I get something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, What are we doing? Uh, Just follow this globe until it starts pointing downward, and then we're going to jump off the boat. And then if you could just hang out for, like, an hour... 
all right, sure. You proceed to sail out the boat. I'm not going to make you do survival checks because Jim Bob knows his way around the ocean. And you do get to a point about an hour out where the the water seems to be a little darker and the sphere is pointing straight down. I jump off the boat. Me too. Mm-hmm. As does Tanninger. The cloaks billow around you and form into gills. You have a swim speed of 60 feet per second and you are able to breathe water. So it was canon that Tanninger did not know how to swim previous to this because of his goat legs. Uh, so he finds this delightful. He's like, oh, is this what swimming is? I see why Aaron likes it so much. Yes, the cloak forms into fins that attach to your feet as well. You are an excellent swimmer now. All right. Um, as you guys swim down about 100 feet below the surface, you start to see um, glimmering white walls, spiral towers. Um, it's, it has a very castle-like appearance, and you see tritons swimming all around. Uh, cool. So from what I remember of the sea witch, uh, she sucks. It's a standard sea witch deal. Uh, and I can't imagine her now ruling Atlantis is going to make her much nicer. So let's uh, keep our guards up, try not to, you know, get anything stolen precious from us. Anything else? Got it. Also, we only have, like, it's four now, so we have to wrap this up in, like, real fast. I'll teleport us to the square. That's fine. But Magic, we get to no. wrap this up. <laughs> no, after we wrap it up. Okay. Like, I'll teleport us back. You can come with me. I'm going to meet Penelope. Okay, so if you get ready in Atlantis, like, we just, we got like two hours to wrap this up. Yeah, I just, uh, I gotta get, no, it's it's four, right? Hmm. If it took an hour to get out there, so it's four, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you see a castle, you're swimming around, you guys going straight for the sea witch? Oh, Unless crap. there's like a halfling, fine halfling clothing store around, then... Yeah. Sea Witch. Alright. Uh, there is a really tall tower right in the middle of the castle with a big open window. It's casting an eerie purple light. Can we just swim to the tower? You can. You can swim anywhere you want here. What's the protocol? Do we just go to the window? Or is yeah, it like a drive-thru? No, I'm asking Tanager. Like, is, is this, like, does the Sea Witch do drive-thru? How does this work? I mean, I mostly saw her at parties. Like, I don't uh, I mean, if we're meeting with the leader of a civilization, we should probably go through the formal channels. Or we could just bust in the window. I think window's probably rude, but it's going to get us there faster, right? Do you know her? How well do you know her? I mean, we used to make fun of people together. All right. Like, well, oh, let's... It was, she would curse people, and it was truly hilarious. Maybe you could just go up and be like, hey... Sea witch cursed anybody lately? Haha, <laughs> and like give her the finger guns and Uh Yeah, oh. Uh okay, well then let's look for uh some sort of formal entrance. There is one at the base of the castle, yes. Cool, we'll head towards there and uh Tanninger will uh go to a guard and uh ask them like, Hey, could you um please alert the sea witch that uh Willow is here. Willow was the name that Tanager went by when they were in the same circles. 
Uh, uh, maybe. We don't just carry all messages to, to the queen. Uh, do you have documentation, an official summons, perhaps? Oh, man, I really don't want to risk casting a spell, but that would really speed things up. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, I would like to cast probably Suggestion um, and be like, yeah, I have... Uh, yeah, uh, Suggestion be like, oh, yes, uh, I lost it. Or no, I, I do have it. And, uh, that's fine. You don't need to worry about it. Does he roll a wisdom save on this? Yes, it must beat a, uh, 18, I believe. If your spell succeeds and doesn't blow you up or turn you into a plant. That's right, d6. So let's rock a... Oh, that's a 1. Perfect! He does not beat your, your dc... And he definitely believes that you absolutely have uh, have the papers that you need. He escorts you all the way up a spiral staircase towards a big wooden ironclad cast door. Uh, gnarly. Uh, I look to the guard and say, uh, would you like to announce us or should I just go in? She doesn't like to be disturbed. You, you guys can just go in on your own. Awesome. And he walks in. Inside, you see Cecilia, the, the queen of the Tritons and the, the former sea witch. She is about 30 feet tall. She has the body of an eel and the upper torso of a woman with long gray hair. Ceci, it's Willow. It's been ages. How do you do? Oh my god, Willow, that's you? I you- know, I know. If there's ever a poor, unfortunate soul, this is it. Oh, yes, and your tail is looking magnificent. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You look like you've been eating very well. I've been eating well. My dear, <laughs> you look like you're the one who's looking to get thinner and get the girl. Are we going to trade bobs or are we going to trade drinks? I brought something from the surface and I waggle a little, like, container of alcohol. Oh, you know me so well. Of course, darling. Nobody can make an entrance like us. What with you being 30 feet tall and all, and me being beautiful. Me winks at her. Ouch. (laughs) As always. What can I help you with today? Oh, we got ourselves mixed up with some sort of sea fairy. We lost our attention, and it's been a real bother. And my friend here, Rolo, has a date tonight. So do you think you could point us in the direction of they were going by Nixie, bubble dress, about two feet tall, needed permission for a lot of things? Oh, her, the Undyne. Yes, I could help you, but you know how I am with deals. But of course, what is... I assume your friends are helping as well? She looks over at Pidge. My name's Olive. Pidge is the one who murdered the old king. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> she looks over at Olive. Uh, Tanninger thinks about it and goes, No, uh, this is a favor I'm doing for them, so I'll be the one saddling this debt. Hmm, well, it might be hard for one person to do alone. I do need a favor. So, I'll give you the information you seek. 
in return for your help. My sisters, the sea hags, have been forced into sacrificing the children of Gardilu. Uh, there was an altercation. The, they might have slain the child of an ocean god. They, they thought it was just a regular whale, the whaling vessel, such as life. Um, the mayor is trying to revivify the infant. However, they need to find the skull to get it. It's sunk down in their harbor, and, well, any time my sea witches come close, they, they're getting killed. Can you go and find it for me, and return it to the people of that village? Can we hear that again, DM? What the heck? Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, retrieve skull of dead child, because mermaids failing at retrieving skull of dead child, because Mayor wants to revivify dead child? Yes. Because, wait, what? The mayor of Pagti Village is a necromancer. One of their fishing vessels initially killed this whale, thinking it was a regular whale. Okay, wait. Can you say all that again? I got lost. <laughs> yes. I will give you the information you seek in exchange for your help. My sisters, the sea hags, have been forced into sacrificing children to appease an ocean god. They're sacrificing the children because one of their fishing vessels accidentally killed the child of the ocean god, thinking that it was a regular whale. The mayor, Maisie, is a necromancer trying to revivify the, the child in order to appease the ocean god. They need to find the sunken skull in the bottom of the bay and return it to the people of the village. Uh, excuse me, Miss Sea Witch, I have two questions. Yes. One... Who's killing all the sea hags when they try to get to the skull? Well, that would be the people of Gardilu. I'm afraid my sisters look rather fearsome, and they just assume that they're trying to be marauders or something. All right. And could we maybe owe you this favor? I'm like, not we do it later? Sure. I'm not sure that's how... I'm not sure how this works. You deliver the favor, and then you get the information. <sighs> How far I'm afraid away is you this? have no credit here. Oh, it's very close, actually. All right, good. Do you have a seahorse we could ride? I can send you there immediately. Oh, excellent. Let's go. Gotta get this done. Chop, chop, guys. Are we all in agreement? And she produces a scroll and a quill. Uh, Tanager is. Yeah? Let's, let's go. What does the scroll say exactly? I, I, I feel like after today we should probably read this before we just blindly sign it. Oh, there's lots of legalese. You uh, are signing that you will definitely find the skull and return it to the people of Gardilu. That your lives are forfeit if you don't. Seems uh, like pretty standard contract to me. Again, Tanager would like to, like, you guys, he'll send mentally, like, you guys can help, but let me be the one who's putting their life on the line for this one. I'm not signing that, and y'all can... And then Olive swears. <laughs> uh, cool. So Tanager will sign and say, Sissy, please, a small condolence. I promise with my life. Well, you know what? If I can't return this skull to you, I'll give you something more precious. I'll never drink a drop of alcohol again. Well, I don't want you to die, dear. Well, of course. This is a formality. My friends, they don't... They don't know how things work in these circles. Sometimes you got to do deals. So, and I, he's doing this as he's signing the paper. 
Uh, can I try to persuasion check her into thinking my name is enough? You don't need to. As soon as your pen lifts off of the paper, she lets out a cackle and a spray of bubbles engulfs all three of you. Oh, this sucks. They clean the bowl so you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, I think this is an excellent time to take a break. Thank you for joining us today. We are joined by Rolo. Hey, everybody. Olive. Yeah. And Tanager. It's been a weird day. Yep. I know. And Oh, wait, Tanager, didn't you have something to say today? Oh, well, you know, funny enough, one of our beloved viewers, or listeners, uh, left us a review on iTunes. So I will take the liberty. I know, Rolo, you have your date, but I just, I really want to get this scroll off, you know, make our listeners feel included. Otis the Zombie said, funny D&D. This podcast is pretty funny and has a wide range of characters and personalities on each week. Like an extremely ethical crocodile person with a taste for blood. A murderous (laughs) elephant. Come on, don't kill Sassy. She's my homegirl. A murderous elephant doctor. A very long-winded cat. A self-absorbed satyr. Wonder who that is. And a host of other heroes. In quotations for some reason. Must be a typo. The voice work is good, and the stories are fun, light-hearted, comical D&D. Listen in and join this band of lovable weirdos on their next adventure. That was beautiful. We are oh, pretty weird. So much. I spent half the day as a petunia, so <laughs> that's fair. Leave us a review on iTunes, and we'll read it on air. Yes, we will. Thanks, guys. See you soon. All right. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes.com. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on air. It's fun listening to the words of your review get read by the characters you know and love, so go to iTunes.com and leave us a review today. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special anniversary? Would you like us to wish them a happy day on your behalf? You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find paperbacks and ebooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, that part's all one word, podcast. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notepad with the fire-breathing kitten logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. And lastly, I'd like to take a moment to sincerely thank all of you. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us after that break. Uh, would one, would someone like to sum up what's happened so far? I'll, I'll sum up. Okay. Uh, we were having sort of a an average morning in the fire-breathing kitten halls, peeling ourselves off the floor drunk, when a pixie named Nixie came in. She was uh, a two-foot-tall floating humanoid with a bubble skirt. 
and she asked for our attention, which Tanager unfortunately gave her, and we are now ADD. Uh, and so I needed to, we needed to figure out how to fix this problem. So what we we decided to scry to see if uh, we went to a person to help us scry so that we could get um, find this woman and get our attention back. Uh, on the way, I met a lovely, lovely dwarf named. Penelope Ironfist, who I will be seeing later this evening at around 5.15. I don't know why I picked that time. Best time for a date. It was the best time for a date. <laughs> I thought maybe we could go to the library or something. Um, <laughs> the Nicomoy Public Library. So, so do you um, like mysteries? Or chess club. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I kind of biffed that one. But other than that, it went really well. And so she and I will be meeting up this eve. Uh, which puts us on a bit of a time crunch and we have now visited Tanninger's uh, ex-girlfriend tree girlfriend who it was she was very nice very attractive but it was very uncomfortable for everyone he is in debt to her has to do a nice act so that's tough you know and let's see what else happened we went to find Atlantis we went to Atlantis uh now we're in Atlantis. At the sea witch has just teleported us somewhere, I think. In bubbles. In bubbles. Yes, she has. The bubbles clear, and you find yourself washing up on an unfamiliar shoreline. It seems to be a bay. There are fishing vessels out there and some buildings off in the distance. Okay. Does anyone know locate object? No. Dang. Because <sighs> we could either start combing the bottom of the harbor just trying to find the skull we try to find someone to cast locate object but then we'd need the body or we can try to figure out we should have asked who put the skull in the harbor but those are the options i see i mean isn't the problem that the villagers are going to attack us no No, they're attacking attacking the the hags yeah yeah but like i am an alligator and you're i guess Rolo, you're a halfling. Can you tell them that the alligator is not going to, like, hurt anybody and not to kill me? Yeah, I mean, I assume that they've seen lizard people before. I mean, all of you know I love you. But lizard people oft don't have the best representation in media. It's true. We've been done wrong. Right? Ugh. Plus, like, they present these satyrs as these, like peaceful, flute-playing nature types, and it's just not accurate. Um, That being said, what plan are we going with here? I mean, I'm ready to just jump in and start looking. Okay. Aren't you going to miss your date? What time is it? Well, that's the thing. You know, it's about four. I've got an hour and 15 minutes, I'd say, to to get to the back. I can teleport back. (laughs) Oh my god, no. I've got the perfect solution. Talk to me, Goose. We Cyrano de Bergerac this situation. You're not... Let's be honest. We might not get our attention back by the time you make your date. Just go on the date, and then me and Olive will help you from the sidelines and hopefully get you through the date. And then once that's done, you know, we can take as long as we need combing the bay. I like this plan. Okay. This is an okay plan. Then let's spend, like, 45 minutes checking the bay. Rolo, you are probably the one who best would be accepted in the city so if you want to go ask around for you know what 
maybe I should do that one. I'll go ask around about what happened to this kid, and you guys just go comb the bay. No, I'll come with you because I may find some some clothing along the way. Mm. You know, an item I need to pick up. I, I said I'd have the rose. I need the rose. Probably not one in the bay. All right, then let's do a quick 20 minutes. Just everybody check the bay. Maybe we'll just find it real quick. All right. <laughs> and then then we'll go into town and ask about it. That way we'll at least have info post-date. Describe how you're checking the bay. <sighs> um, Tanner's just going to think about his spells, but I think it's going to be just go to the bottom, like uh, give each other sections, like you take the east portion, I'll take the center, all of you take the west, and just comb the bottom. Look for any signs of, like, a shipwreck or maybe a bunch of skulls. God, I hope it's not a bunch of skulls. That would be annoying. Okay. Um, it's a very big bay, so if you're going to just search it blindly, this is probably going to be about a three-day job. <sighs> um, All right, man. Date time. Ooh, interesting. I have or, Unseen yes. Servant. Okay. I'm going to look up the wording, but maybe I could just have one of those for a simple task until the spell ends one hour. Yeah. Oh, can't be more than 60 feet away from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, never mind. Non-starter. Well, I think you mentioned maybe finding help in the town, right? Yeah, that's... Rolo is going to go look for outfits, and then I guess me and Olive can come along and sort of like ask around while he's trying on stuff and picking gifts. Also, Rolo, Rolo, between me and you, my friend, remember, this is an orc with the last name of Iron Fist we're talking about? Dwarf. Uh, dwarf? I thought it was an orc. Dang. No, no she's it's a dwarf. dwarf. Oof. Oof. Rolo. Yeah. Um, either way, a powerful figure, so make sure you think about the person, you know, that you're giving the gift to. All right, I'll take that under consideration. Cool. All right, so you're walking through the town. Uh, You do find a small town square. There are multiple shops of a variety around. Um, There is a clothing store. Um, Unclear if they have halfling sizes, but maybe. Uh, There is a spell shop, a potion shop, uh, housewares, a grocery store. Uh, There's a flower shop. Well, Tanger would like to check out the potion shop, because if the person who ideally wants the skull is... Oh, fart. Why are we bringing the skull back to the sea witch instead of just taking it to the person who wants to resurrect it? She definitely said, give it to the village. Someone in the village. Oh, okay. I misheard it. This is me as the player making a mistake. There are so many questions we have here, but the answer is because you'll die if we don't because you signed those papers. And that's why we're doing what we're doing, to save Tanager's life. Nothing yes, else matters no. except for Rolo's date. We're doing this for Rolo's <laughs> date. My life is just a sw- In the same way you have to pick up the check at the end of a meal. Someone has to pay for things. You would think this is the first time I risk my life so many times. At least I knew exactly what I was signing up for in this one, well, instead of just getting attacked by give, Roombas. She didn't give you a time limit, so... Uh, I'm going to check the papers at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to investigate them just to see exactly how boned I am. 
Investigate what? Uh, the papers. I want to read them over and like try to decipher some of the legalese. Oh, uh, yes. Your soul is forfeit to her if you do not deliver the skull <sighs> of the infant ocean god to someone in the town of Gardaloo. Soul, tanager, oh, not just your life, but your soul. Why did you sign these? Oh gosh. Okay. All right, Rolo. Oh, I owe him. Date. Oh yeah. No, I owe him. No, this is a selfless act that I'm doing for my ex girlfriend. God, what am I doing? <laughs> You're gonna lose what, your rep as a bad situation guy. If you didn't turn yourself into a plant, Rolo. <laughs> I was trying to help you, or you were upset. I was trying to make them ha- clap for you. Oh, and you this did. is why I don't do mind magic. Oh, I love you guys. You're my absolute best friends, and I need to say that. We might be your last friends because you might die if we don't get this skull. Rolo, well, no. quick, go to wherever you're going to go and then teleport back here. Can you do that? What would help you teleport better? Oh, no, I'm just going to get a flower, and then are we going to go together to my date? No, yeah. I'm I'm not. I'm. <laughs> oh, I, I figured we were going to do the adjacent booth with the newspapers and big mustaches thing. Because <laughs> if he needs, the only <laughs> way he can, like, re- he's really bad if he trips yeah. or uh, gets disadvantaged. Or stares at her for minutes. <laughs> I mean, that can be played off depending on the person that you're dating. Some people are into staring at them for minutes. Okay, oh, okay. I have I have that one-way telepathic feed. I can literally Cyrano de Bergerac him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I grab onto you guys and I teleport us. Whoa. Oh. I would suggest doing it from a very romantic area so we can all, like, tell if we can, like, bump into you on the street as you're, like, want to go someplace cool. And then, yeah. And then, wait, and then take her back here? I don't know. It's a harbor. It's tropical. Might be okay. cool. I mean, it's... It, is there, like, it, a nice restaurant here? But I only can cast teleport once is the problem. Oh, well, then so, I guess you're going to have to find some place to take an eight-hour rest after your date. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully I won't get any rest. No, that would be bad for the party. Please rest. (laughs) Uh, Cool. I think we got our plan. Teleport back to the guild hall. All right. Teleporting. Not the guild hall. He needs to go to her work. I'm teleporting to outside her work. Yeah. Wasn't there like a statue out there that I'm very familiar with? Yes, there is. Yeah, I'm super. <laughs> and convenient. All so right. I teleport to that super familiar statue, Rose in hand. Uh, five. So that's advantage, right? No, it works, but with magic. Remember, it works, oh. but you also roll on the magic or on the wild magic table. No, oh, this is bad. If I turn into a plant, guys, just remember, break the pot. Aren't you supposed to be rolling on wild magic sometimes, anyways? It's up to the DM. It was a nine. Yeah. No, I think you are also. Like, when you cast a spell, you have to roll a d20, and then if you get it's, a one. It's, it is DM's discretion, I think. Mm. But uh, if you're right, then I apologize. But anyway, I get a nine. You cast Magic Missile as a fifth level spell. <laughs> Super. Um, <laughs> How's that play out? <laughs> 
So I cast. What is that like? You essentially shoot a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't miss. Yeah, like eight bolts or something like that. I I cast eight bolts of magic at it. It hits the flower cart that I just bought all the flowers from, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I was trying to teleport, have a thing. The owner of the flower shop runs out and stares at you. She is a tabaxi woman with flaming orange fur haloing out from her head and uh, a bow strapped to her back. Okay, so I immediately toss her the... Oh, God, this is going to cause me to roll on the table, isn't it? I'm going to toss the bag of 100 gold to her, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm late for a date. And so I roll a d6 to toss that at her. I roll a six. You trip. So I throw it, and I fall on the ground. And then I just, on the ground, face on the ground, I just sort of throw it again at her. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, Faye. And then I believe your teleport spell takes effect, and you are transported face down onto the sidewalk in front of Penelope's job. Uh, right before, like, right after Rolo trips, Tanninger just kind of, like, waves at the tabaxi, and then, like, teleport <laughs> goes off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's dust Rolo off. Uh Uh-huh. Just roll a D100, I guess. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, 100, okay. All right, so that means that we get there on target, and just on the ground. (laughs) Today's going really well, guys. (laughs) This is what ADD is like. I'm willing to overlook it. Oh, so like I said, Olive, pick him up, I'll dust him off. I pick him up. Do I roll a d6? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. If you punch me in the face again, I swear. <laughs> I just stare at you instead of picking you up. Do I have to roll a check for dusting him off? I think so. Because I really want Olive to just, like, choke lift him and then I punch him in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> We're helping you. <laughs> Don't worry, bud. We got you. Yeah, I'm like down 20 hit points already. And I've only been with my friends. So you, you show up at the date with just like a black eye, a bloody nose. I think a dwarf would be into it. Right? Uh, I got a one, so I'm chilling. Okay. Oh, I'm crying. Uh. It's a cluster or something. Hey, yeah. So you're gonna go on a date. Cool. What do you do? <gasps> so you move, I, uh, Rolo. You only move. I. Uh, <laughs> I uh, okay. <laughs> Just staring at the chair, like, oh no. I uh, okay. So I, I take my rose and I and I sort of lean casually against the statue's base, and like eye the door. I'm trying doing my best to like look cool. Um, and this is looking cool. Something I need to roll on the table for. Uh, uh, Tanager will give you a kiss on the forehead and be like, "Good luck, my friend." And uh, uh, Bardic Inspo. Thanks, guys. Guys, I appreciate it. We'll be back, and we will find that child's skull ASAP. Jesus. Okay. I, <laughs> what are we doing? Take a short rest and go on this date. So tomorrow at the latest. Sure. 
Uh, Penelope <laughs> walks out of the building and starts heading off towards the square. I, um, I, I, I catch her eye. She says, oh, oh, well, you're early. You clean up nice. I, see, I imagined that I was wet from being in Atlantis, but I guess not. Uh, like We would not no, have let you left on the down. date if you were actively wet. I would have okay. major imaged or something, you. Or I would give okay. you my clothes and cinch them up real cool. Though I don't have pants. Only slapping you in the face a few times as he put clothes on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just keep pinching you. <laughs> uh, so I say, well, I couldn't wait. And I got done with my uh, business early. Did you? <laughs> you guys finished it all successfully? Uh, for the most part. We're at a stopping point. We put a pin in it. Well, I do believe in priorities. Me too. She steps a little closer. So what are your priorities, mister? (laughs) This is so uncomfortable. Just Uh, get dinner. (laughs) Ask about her life. Oh, yeah. He messages that into your mind. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm Cyrano-ing him. And like me and Oliver just drinking out of my flask. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got sunglasses on. Sunglasses are officially in my inventory. Ah, cool. Tanager. Right now. Okay, Tanager. Oh, no. Just wanted to. uh, He doesn't have any. He doesn't want to use a spell. So he'll just charlatan himself as Marvin Funk, which is like just a thing you can do. Um, And then message you like, dude, chill out, man. You've got this. It's a first date. Just figure out what her last name is and remember the color of her eyes. All right, so I I say, well, right now I want to get to know you. Why don't we go to this little tabaxi place that I know around the corner? All right. Good job, Rolo. Just move. Just move. <laughs> stick and move. Stick and move. She holds up her arm. Go for a walk. I, like, reach up and take her arm because I imagine she's... A good foot and a half taller than I am. She's about four feet tall. Oh, yeah. So she's like, yeah, she's she's a foot taller than I am. All right. But that's cool. So I say, yeah, let's uh, walk with me. And I, I take her arm and we stroll down the lane, take a left and get to the tabaxi place, which is called Dixie Jack's. Are you <laughs> staring into her eyes as you're walking down the street? No, that would be dangerous. <laughs> it would be. But that doesn't answer the question. Uh, I I I look at I I look at her as we're you know talking, but I'm not I, I you know I'm I'm under the fay here. I'm not necessarily going to just blindly walk down the street. But okay, all right. Then you see the carriage coming down the street and step back. Excellent. Good. Yeah, I meant that to yeah, happen. She doesn't have to strong arm you. Okay. Good. 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 She was ready to though. You're uh so. Tell me about yourself, Penelope. How did you get to to Nicomoy? You uh, lived here? Well, I decided that I am a strong, independent woman, and I was not going to continue to live in uh, the Dwarven village I came from. Women aren't supposed to be strong there. And I shaved my beard, and I put on a skirt, and I decided to live my life how I wanted. So I came to Nicomoy to seek my future. And then I got a job here. Wow, you know, your story sounds a little similar to mine. I, that's that's interesting. I myself love strong women. I find them irresistible. 
Well, if you need any jars opened, you just let me know. Oh, I've got a few things that I need opened. Oh, you're into that. All right. Girl, I'm into you. Maybe later, if you play your cards right. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Tanager looks to Olive and goes like, honestly, I think he's got this. (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) You want to go call it an early night? Go ask someone to feed us? Because you can't eat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Um, Beans will feed you. No, no, not that. Um, Curry, right? Curry got Curry it too. Did the same thing. Oh no! This is why you need a second We're assistant. Die. We're gonna die. You should have hired Jeffrey. <sighs> I don't need God. to eat, but every two weeks I'm fine. Oh man! Tanager sips from a flask and willingly will just spill it all over his face. <laughs> like He's I'll take the problem. L on that one for the for comedic effect. <laughs> oh man! Okay. So should we? Uh, like, how did my date go? Oh, the date went swimmingly. There, You were much more shy than Penelope would normally expect. You were holding back, and eventually she just slaps her hand on your chest, gathers up your shirt, pulls you into a big kiss, and leads you back to her, to her house uh, for a night of a somewhat pelvis-crushing snoo-snoo. Uh, so I, I like I totally imagine this like she's carrying me in her arms like a baby and I'm just like oh yeah <laughs> and yeah. I'm just into it I'm like death by the, death the body by is new. willing but the flesh is spongy and bruised <laughs> <laughs> yeah she lays on the bed looking all innocent because she thinks that's what women are supposed to be like but eventually she gets she just gets impatient and she'll just grab you with these just monstrous muscular thighs and just squeeze you like a grapefruit Oh, yeah. Put me in a headlock, babe. Uh, We have work tomorrow. (laughs) Am I taking damage? No. (laughs) No, you can feel the coiled strength in those muscles, but she's she's holding back. Oh. My safe word is blueberry pancakes. Uh, She she acknowledges that because she thinks consent is important. Yeah, I do, too. Enthusiastic Mm -hmm. consent. Crush me. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so that that all happens. She has a great night. She makes you breakfast in the morning. It's awful, Holy but shit. yeah, the pancakes are like stone. Oh no, I like press to digitate them into awesome. Okay, good. Your teeth might still break, but okay. Oh my. Uh huh. And then it's the Goodness. next morning. All right. So did I rest enough? <laughs> yes. Yeah. To get points. We'll say that you did. Okay. Long rest. Awesome. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, so I I come I like am skipping into the guild hall and I'm like, Good morning, friend. What's happening? Wanna go find some baby parts today? Cause I do You feel three and a half feet tall. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Oh, um. You walk in on a very just. I'm laying on the ground. I've done this before, but usually in a sunbeam. This is a different kind. I'm in a corner. It's in shadow. I can't eat. I can't get up to pee. I'm just sitting here, sad. 
Tanninger is like not letting it affect his day, but has probably destroyed a couple chairs and like miscast spells. It is just like someone who's clearly like drunk, but still trying to make pizza. And you're just like you, you, uh, you don't, you're not, you can't, you can't do this, Craig. This is uh, wrong. But uh, he will bring down one of his tiaras and place it atop Rolo's head. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I am just like absolutely it, like I'm just this side of floating around on myself. I actually considered casting fly on myself so I could come in like you know f- floating so like uh, like like in a cartoon. I mean, you can come in riding a capybara, which is pretty impressive in its own right. <laughs> no, I can't ride the capybara because I believe that mounting is an action. Oh no! <laughs> oh, which means I probably should have rolled last night. <laughs> Rolo, here's your crown. Good Good job. Capital show, old chap. Is there a bell behind the bar that I can ring? (laughs) I'm sure there Uh, is. Do I have her number? Like, her sending stone? Like, I want her in. Like, I'm into her. All right, good. So we left it like we would see each other again. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, solid. All right. Let's go find some babies. Uh, You might Okay, to be fair, it was a whale. So, like... We're probably looking for a whale skull, so... Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. I broke olive. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, let's go get those baby parts. <laughs> baby whales. It's fine. Nobody's uh, asking right, me you yet. guys ready to go? I can teleport us. This may go bad, but we can do it. Well, yes. I mean, I guess we could take the ferry, but then we have to cross the street. <laughs> Uh, just cast the teleport. Well, All right. Do, is there another spell that you maybe have slotted that would be more important? Not for. I think that's that your level. only level seven, isn't it? That's a seventh level spell, yeah. But I rolled a five. Yep, that's the whole thing. Oh no! Roll the wild magic table. Oh yep. no! And then he's a potted plant. Slash explodes and dies. Twenty. You cast Grease centered on yourself. <laughs> what is Grease? Let's look. I'm slippery. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. We just show up oily slipping around on a beach. Oh. Uh, everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Straight dex? Yeah. 24. You pass. I'm a monk. 13. Mm, you fail. Yeah. Tanager? Seven. You fail. I can only <laughs> teleport lying down, apparently. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> you both slip and fall prone, face down in the puddle of grease. <laughs> and then we teleport. Away. And then you teleport. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. This is the most slapstick comedy episode of Fire Breathing Kittens we've done so far. It what? is. With awesome romance and, like, feeling from Tanager. <laughs> It it needed. It's all perfectly balanced. Uh, oh my god. Okay, so I'm just gonna hedge my bets here as a player. And like, as Tanninger teleports and is prone and covered in grease, he's like, ah, oh, dang it! And then like starts just taking off all of his greasy clothes and like is like shining, you know, satyr in the sunlight. Is that flower shop girl around? Yes, she is. You see an orange tabaxi looking over at you with a cocked eyebrow 
as she is arranging the roses. Uh, he, like, gives her that, like, chin-up nod, and then just, like, continues to, like, rub the grease over the parts of him that aren't fur. Rolo, picking up on what's going on here, is like, I'm so sorry, Master <laughs> Tanninger. I didn't mean to res- mess up the spell. Yes. Rolo, after last night when you destroyed this poor person's cart, you are lucky I'm a benevolent lord. <laughs> oh, now so lucky, sir. Around. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now stop goofing around. We got work to do, bud. Okay. She touches the bow on her back and says, you're both lucky that you paid for the damage. Uh, of course. Uh, we've been having a bit of a rough time lately, and uh, unfortunately we caused one for you. I can see that, but don't you worry about me. I am clearly the most amazing person in the world. I can take care of myself. Well, I hope you do, because you're clearly wrong about that statement. Oh, yeah? Motion to myself. Oh, I'm sorry. A greasy satyr. And a dirty tabaxi. (laughs) So you've got something under your claw there. Do I? Maybe I should, uh, get it out on you. Hmm. How about you finish your sift, clean yourself up, and when you're presentable, and maybe I've washed some of this grease off, uh, we can meet back here and have a little tete-a-tete. Probably Keep at five fifteen, right? <laughs> five fifteen, the best time for a date in the world. <laughs> Keep the grease. I like you smelling like bacon. Regardless, I'm about to be closing up shop anyways. There's no customers anymore with all of this children sacrificing nonsense. What? Oh, huh? These are my friends Olive and uh, Rolo. He's not my servant. He's my one of my closest allies. Uh, and that's Nacho. He's the capybara. Say hi, Nacho. Wow! 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 <laughs> oh, he looks tasty. <laughs> uh, you know, funny enough, we're actually here to solve the whole sacrificing issue. Yeah, it's 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 been a problem. I I've been doing everything I can to keep the sea hags at bay, but you know, uh, a ranger can only do so much. Oh, you have class. Uh, I am class. I'm a bit of a, you know, uh, adventurer myself. Uh, a bit of a bard and, and a cleric and, you know, like a fighter, too. Oh, Not that kind of cleric, though. Jack of all trades. I know how to do a great many tricks. Ah. Oh. Are you a master of any of them? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, like, smiles and laughs and goes, but please, um, you have to close. We have to go find a skull is wait what what, yeah we're gonna go find that skull in the harbor what skull in the harbor there's like a skull in the harbor that somebody in the village needs i've got myself soul bonded to a to a sea witch you know she looks over at olive is he making sense frankly my dear nothing really does but isn't that just how life goes so he is telling the truth i can vouch for him What'll happen if you find the skull? He won't die. Well, I suppose that's admirable. Well, I suppose I better go with you and protect you from the sea hags. So, about the sea hags, um, they were coming to help. Were they? Yeah, they're not good at communicating their needs and expressing themselves, so I'm an alligator and I'm in- 
incredibly terrifying and not at all good at convincing people not to kill people, but I'm going to try to explain to you the sea hags were your friends. Jazz hands. But it's true. She is Um, terrifying. Jazz hands. We aren't racist here. I'm a tabaxi, but they've already sacrificed seven of our children. Oh, wait, maybe I'm wrong. They did also try to kill Tanager with the contract. You know, I'm on your side. Look, that's just the way Sessie plays. Tell me more about these sacrifices. Well, yes, um, several months ago, we, we don't understand why, um, the, the sea hags just started abducting our, our children from the village, approximately one every two weeks. Um, you know, they, we, we saw several of them being taken, but we were unable to stop them. We haven't been able to recover the children. I think we're all assuming they were drowned. You know, Tanager, does that sound like the sea witch to you? I mean, as I'm hearing this out loud again, why would the sea hags have to sacrifice children from this village for this village? Yeah, you know, not- it, yeah. I might have bungled this one a little bit. Maybe we should go see the necromancer? Well, I mean, if they knew that the leader of this town was a necromancer, and, like, they want us to bring the skull back so that they can resurrect their child, that kind of seems like something sea hags would want to happen. And I think we're being a bit of a pawn, so... I feel pawned, yeah. We absolutely have to get this kid back alive because that's messed up but and you'll die well well, whatever i'm going to die anytime like i said this is all part of adventuring this is just a day at work for me olive punches you in the face uh roll a d6 yeah roll a d6 please there's a small chance i won't (laughs) succeed anyway i do it with advantage (laughs) oh no are you are you trying to inflict damage I am trying to inflict damage. I'm going to inflict non-lethal damage. I have a 30 to hit. 19 well, plus 11 is 30. And I, I attack twice without using a key point, so I'd like to also roll on that dice with advantage. That one's less impressive. It's just a 20. Do I hit you twice, Tanager? Did you roll on the d6 thing? Yes. I attack twice with one action. Yeah. Oh, 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 but you did roll. I didn't see here the first roll. I'm sorry. Yes, with advantage. Yes, I canonically just took all my clothes off, so my armor class is, like, 12. (laughs) Yeah, so I hit you for 20 damage. Ow! And I say, Tanager, you are not allowed to say that it's okay for you to die. Olive, I think you might be misunderstanding (laughs) me as he's, like, padding at his... Two punches. One punch he got. The second one is like, okay, you followed up with that one. I just really like it. and I haven't gotten to do it recently. (laughs) I just mean to say that this is all part of the job. Risking your life for you guys. You guys weren't going to do it, but we need our attention back. So I was trying to do something friendly of the smallest risk. And if that means risking my life, much like those godforsaken Roombas... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will face whatever danger lurks in a closet. Facing danger is fine, but you gotta come home safe, Tanager, because your friends need you. Like, it wouldn't be yeah. the same without you, bro. We're all friends. We're going to take care of each other. There's no way we don't succeed on this mission. We're the fire-breathing kittens. We're the gosh-darn-best. 
That's right. We're terrible people, and we're going to go succeed. Everybody? Hip, hip. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> okay. Tanager mirthful leaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are done hurting each other, says Mur. Um... I feel like maybe I should just give you a little bit of help there. Tanager, was it? Tanager, good fellow. Ah, well, here, have a have have a little boon. And she uh, waves her hand, and a glowing ball of light comes out and sits over your head. You feel a healing warmth coming from it. Oh, you heal? Well, I, I'm a ranger. I, Healing spirits only a level two spell. Uh, neat. And you see, he kind of like blinks, like, "Huh, this is the first non-nerd healer I've ever met." Like, can healing be cool? You should get out more. Well, how about we get out into this harbor? I agree. Let's find this skull and maybe end this nightmare. We need to drum up business again. Can you? So, how did? What's your what's her name? Mur. Mur. How did the baby whale god die? The one whose skull is in the harbor? No one told us about a baby whale god. I mean, we have whaling vessels in the harbor all the time, but no oh. one necessarily told us anything about killing a whale god. So you have killed whales? We kill whales all the time. You you kill baby whales? Oh, well, I suppose. Even a baby whale is pretty big. You can get a lot of meat and whale oil off of them. Ivory. I, I think that aspect of the story might have been entirely fabricated by the sea hags. They just were sacrificing children. As a person who eats dogs, I can't judge this lady who eats whales. Olive shrugs like, hey, you gotta eat. Um, so one of the things that you ate was, unfortunately, the child of a whale god. So uh, it seems you unintentionally killed the wrong whale. Interesting. And this is why the sea hags are killing children? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, hey, I, I kill lots of stuff myself. I eat dog all day, all day. All day, all <sighs> night. But... Uh... She eats well, a lot of dogs. The Neighborhood Association is so mad at us. <laughs> so, but I, I wouldn't kill a pet dog. I would kill a stray dog, you know? So, like, you killed a pet. Do you just okay. go to the pound and, and like, adopt everything? Quote, adopt in quotes. <laughs> okay, so straight up, Olive eats wild packs of dogs that rove the streets. And um, the reason why she does that is because it saves lives. Wild packs of dogs kill, like, like... Going back to the real world, wild packs of dogs kill people like every year. There's an ongoing wild dog problem. So um, the in, reason why Nick and Boy doesn't have. Hmm? In what country? Like ours, man. So, really? <laughs> yeah, man. You should know. Like, it's sad. Read the wild. So we can talk about that after the game. But like, it's genuinely a problem that wild. Killed by wild dogs dot com. Well. Guys. Can we stop talking about wild dog murder and get back to these baby skulls? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> killing wild animals to protect the city is a good thing to do, and I do it all the time myself. Um, but you wouldn't want to kill someone's pet, right? No, of course not. 
Okay, so this was the child of an ocean god. So you killed the wrong whale, and now there's ocean vengeance upon you. Well, I will say we haven't had a wrathful god destroying the town, so maybe the sea hags are onto something, but still, it's not an ideal solution. No, yeah, they're all so real messed up that they thought kidnapping a kid every two weeks would make up for it. <laughs> I mean, you did say they were bad communicators. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> so the solution is what? We all stop killing each other? That's probably for the best. And we revivify the dead ones? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Oh, gosh, darn it. This is what Olive spends all her money on. All right, let's go revivify some dead people, everybody. We're going to collect all the bones. That's our plan. Village dead children and whale dead children, and we'll revivify them all. Well, yeah, we can have Maisie do it if we can just find the the, the, the skull. I, I, that makes sense, actually. Um, our, our town mayor is uh, a very accomplished necromancer. I'm sure she could just do it. All right. Bone finding time. We'll have to find her, but that's time. That's for another. It, she's difficult to reach. Just long waiting list, but that's fine. We'll do that later. Um, yeah, let's see if we can go find the skull. Do you guys know, know any ideas about where it might be? You know what would solve this in like five minutes uh, out of game time is if we had the whole city troll the harbor. <laughs> they basically weight their fishing nets and. Ooh, yeah, we just dra- flip it like, around. We go to Macy first, we go to the mayor first, and they're like, hey, we know where it is. It's in your harbor. Can you get the city to help? Yeah, and they've got fishing nets, they've got whaling gear, so they've got boats. Just, like, wait one side of the nets, put them down, and then, like, troll the bottom, catch everything, <laughs> pull it up, yeah. and check for skull. We can absolutely do that. You can't find Maisie. She is very difficult to find. That might be another adventure. But... well. We'll go to the fishermen then. Okay, yeah. sure. You you approach one of the fishing vessels. Um, you see that there's a crew on board. There seems to be a captainy person with a big hat standing at the at the at the helm. Wow, her hat is really big. Her hat is really really big with feathers. Rolla, you're so good at talking to everybody. I'm gonna let you do this. All right, I've got this, guys. All right. So I hop up onto a crate, and I say, "May I have your attention, please?" We don't oh, say that's that what here. Got us into that. <laughs> I I just yell from the back. Why? <laughs> excuse me, good people of what's the name of the town again? Gardilu. Gar. Excuse me, good people of Gardilu. I am Rolo Specklebottom, and these are my friends Olive and Tanninger. We are here to help your town. Uh, We know that there have been hags, sea hags, killing your children once every two weeks and sacrificing them. We know why, and we want to stop it. But we need your help. Down in the bottom of of the harbor here is a skull of a whale child. As weird as that sounds, that we need you to dredge up using your nets weighted on one side. Uh, my friend Olive can show you how to rig these. Yeah, I'm from the swamp. What do you say? <laughs> Dredging! <laughs> Dredging! And I roll persuasion. Yes, you do. Go oh, ahead and roll I, d6, too. Uh, I got a four. Ooh. Mm. Oh, wait, four on the d6? Okay, so go ahead with, with, with disadvantage. 
Uh, okay, uh, disadvantage. Seventeen with disadvantage. Okay, uh, they're not buying it because they don't know you. But Mur speaks up and says, "Just do it." Thank you, cat lady. <laughs> so, uh, Olive, can you walk us through how you are helping them uh, rig up these nets? Yeah. You tie weights into the bottom of the net, and then you, I mm, should I like look up how this is actually done? I was looking up how many people were killed last year by wild dog packs, but um, but like does the Olive know how this is done? Yeah, she totally does. Oh, because you're a crocodile. It's probably happened to you. Well, I live in I swamp history. Yeah, so I can send a picture in the chat or not. I can just describe it, but basically it is towed along the bottom of the sea by a fishing boat. If they already are harvesting scallops, oysters, clams, crabs, or sea cucumber, then they might already have this equipment. I think they do. It's constructed by... You take steel chain and chain mesh, and that functions as a net. Any heavy duty... If they're killing whales, (laughs) they probably have some metal nets. Whew. Get the whale killing nets, guys. We're going to do this. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So they dredge along the bottom of the shore and pull up netful after netful of of debris. Um, they they do after after a while. One of them says, "Hey, I found something. It's alive." What, what the what? Uh, There's a tanger- net and it's wiggling. What? What's in? Is it on the boat or is it still under the water? Um, they pulled it up onto the boat. Cool. What's wriggling in it? Are you gonna open the net? Yeah. <laughs> Tanner's been playing it risky today. You open the net and you see a what looks like a, a teenage boy, but with ghostly pale skin, sea hag features, and unruly black hair hanging down in front of his eyes. It's a boy. Uh, kind of... Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, why were you underwater? What's... Wh- who... Help me out here, guys. I'm a little bit <gasps> flustered by this one. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, are you just YOLOing down there, or... Well, that's a long a story. The... See, uh, I, I kind of gotta hide from the people around here because, you know, they think we're really scary, but I I don't know. Have you been sacrificing other kids, maybe? No. Oh, no, I'm not one of those. Those are, see, I used to be a sea hag, but I kind of died and, well, I kind of woke up like this. I I don't know. What? Well, yeah. Haven't you ever met a reborn before? Uh, hi, I am a bipedal crocodile. I know nothing of magic or the ways of the world. It's nice to meet you. My name's Olive. Thanks. What are you? Um, well, I was a sea hag, and then I died, and so now, now I'm a reborn, and kind of the undead, you know, how it goes. So you hid in the bottom of a harbor? Well, I used to play here when I was little, so why not? Why not go to, like, a different, someplace far away? Well, like where? Do you got something? Atlantis is cool. No. No, Rolo. And I smile over at Curry. I I think I've got something for you, kid. Well, I'm all ears. I just... 
like I said, I don't really know anybody and I just want to make some friends. Okay. Well, do you happen, have you been down there long enough to know where there's any skulls lying around? Uh, I mean, the dragon is guarding one. Oh, there's a dragon. Awesome. Guys, there's a dragon. There's a dragon today. (laughs) (laughs) Tanager lights a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna die, Tanager. I'm so... I wish that that I didn't have that curse that kept me from cussing. Because I got some choice words to say about today. Oh, well, cussing isn't very nice. Oh, I know. What's your name, fellow? Oh, well, my name, my name, um, I mean, <sighs> Wevillian Von Erden, but I'd rather you just call me Willie. All right, Willie. Um, do, do you have any family? Not anymore. Well, I've had a bit of bad luck with him in the past, but how'd you like a brother? Well, I, I, I don't know you quite that well, but maybe we can see. <laughs> I think I think he'd be down with it. I don't know. <laughs> um, either way, we uh, can you take us to the dragon? Is it nice or is it real? Is it real? Is it going to be one of those dragons? Uh, well, I'm going to let you talk to the dragon. I, I I haven't come that close. Can you describe the dragon? Well, sure. It's it's kind of a turtle looking dragon. Um, it's got a whale head and. Um, it just it gets been kind of guarding the bottom. It has like a treasure pile, and there's a skull on on top of the treasure pile. I, I like I said, I've just been staying away from it as long as I can. I don't I don't want to get eaten. Could you imagine being undead and stuck inside a dragon? Yeah, that would be bad. Yep. Okay, well, just <laughs> point in a direction, and then we'll go negotiate. Well, with a whale turtle dragon. Oh, guys, I'm going to get my soul so ripped out. So, do you see those two rocks sticking out near the mouth of the harbor, out where it joins the ocean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to the left of of that of the second rock, um, if you go down that way, you'll be able to see it real easy. Um, it hangs out over there, and like I said, it's guarding a, a treasure pile. It looks like mostly sapphires. Um, but there is a skull sitting in there, too. Okay, do we even want to try diplomacy? I I think we could do it. Okay, well... I will yield the floor to my, like, beautifully silver-tongued companions, because uh, if I'm there, that won't help diplomacy at all. I am an ugly person. I'm an alligator. No one really wants to... No one sees me and is like, I want to hug her, like... You know, they're all like, ah, oh, she's going to eat my children, you know. I, you know, Olive, you are terrifying looking, but you're, <laughs> I drink blood. you're really, I dogs. I, you, you, you're, and you're gross, but you're a good friend. You're a good friend. And I appreciate you, especially the not eating me part. But I was thinking, you're right. Hang back. Tanager, you take the lead and I will assist you. And I uh, will, you know, I will run in there real fast if you need me to punch something, because I'm good at that. Yeah, you absolutely have to be there for that, because uh, I feel like this is going, this might go poorly. I'll be. Yeah, you're going to be the muscle. 150 if I can, feet outside, so that I can dash uh, 
Well, won't you have swim called? speed? Step of the wind. I can. So yeah, my swim speed is the same as my walking speed because I'm oh. a lizard folk, and oh. I have step of the wind. I can dash as a bonus action on my turn. I gain an extra movement for the turn, so I can go like 110. My my speed is 55, so I can go 110 feet, and that's just a dash. And then as a bonus action, I can dash again, so that's 220 feet, I think, right? Dash is a bonus action, and dash is a regular action. Mm-hmm. So I can go 200 and... Wait. Yeah. 220 feet. So I'll be, like, 200 feet back, which is pretty far. And I'll be there in a jiffy. Good luck. All right, the signal is blueberry pancakes. I thought... Oh, wait, no, I don't know that. Yeah. All right, <laughs> blueberry pancakes. Got it. Oh, what a fun, innocent word with no connotations. <laughs> <laughs> Just how we uh, like them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tanninger will descend into the cave with Rollo at his side. Um, I don't want to have to cast spells unless I have to. Um, so yeah, he'll just go in and look for signs of the dragon, and then, like, as soon as, like, we make eye contact, I'm just gonna, like, full stop, you know, not try to get too aggressive with him. Who all is accompanying you? Did you bring Willie? Did you bring Murr? Uh, if Murr wanted to come, uh, I, Tanninger definitely gets, like, the feeling that he shouldn't say, like, this is too dangerous for you. Um, but I think that Willie did say he wanted to, he didn't want to get too close, so I wouldn't make him come. Okay. So Murr is with you. Um, all right. Keep in mind, she's a pretty high level ranger, so she, she might be helpful. Good. Um, well, yeah, she's a ranger. Can I ask her, um, Murr, do you happen to know anything about the temperaments of dragon turtles? Uh, well, I know that they tend to be ornery. Most, uh, most dragons are. They tend to be very protective. Uh, you better be offering it something it wants. And you, do you speak either draconian or aqua? Uh, I don't natively, but I might have. A little spell I can cast called tongues, which allows me to speak any language. Okay, I say I have talked to animals as well. If you if you need it, you just let me know. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm having a little. My spells are on the fritz, so maybe you get me this time. I'll owe you one. Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. Yep. Okay. Tanager is deeply wounded. Uh, she casts water breathing on herself and casts animal speaking on you. Gnarly. Um, yeah, and then we'll descend into the cave. Okay. Um, you see, it's it's a very shallow cave. It's really more of like a rocky overhang. Um, you see that there is, waving through the seaweed, uh, some sparkling blue uh, up ahead. As you part the seaweed, you see, indeed, a pile of sapphires with a bone-white skull just laying on top of it. Sleeping off to the side is a dragon. Turtle body, whale head. Okay. Ooh, it has a whale head. Yeah, there's something to that, but I haven't been able to exactly piece it together. Is it, okay. Is it its baby? What is it? Que bono. Who benefits from us doing this? It has to be the hags. Well, either way, I have a spell 
I could use to try to really speed this up, but if it goes poorly, it absolutely goes to combat. Do we want to try to stealth and just nab it and go? And that, But then if we do any sort of aggressive action, the spell won't work. What do you guys think? I'm outside. No. I mean, should we even be giving it to the sea, Hag? I mean, I kind of have to. Okay, no, I got to uh, do this, otherwise my my whole soul thing. You guys keep oh. forgetting as well. You, the, the sea hags did not ask you to give it to them. They asked you to give it to the town. No, I know that, but okay. I just, I have the sneaking suspicion that us giving it to the town will some way benefit the hags. Um, but either way, I got to do it, so... Maybe the turtle, the turtle dragon, is killing the hags. Maybe. I mean, I don't. Know. I don't know. I'm I'm stumped on this one. Just well, either way, be nice and get the yeah. skull. All right. Yeah. Be kind to someone today, Tanager. Bro, I did that. That's why I signed the papers. Oh, that <laughs> maybe was not that... kindness. Oh, well. All right. I'm gonna this talk to this dragon. This could be why you're a terrible person, because. So kindness is when you help somebody out, you know, like they've got their own problem and their own world going on and you empathize with what they need and you help them fulfill their goals and it doesn't really have anything to do with you. He's Cyrano de Bergerac, me. Yeah, you you were kind to your friend. Now be kind to this stranger. Maybe this is a really nice dragon turtle. Whalehead. God. Okay, so I'm going to come in. And, like, just knock on a cave wall, I guess, because it's sleeping. Who disturbs me? Tanninger Goodfellow. With and Ro- Rolo Specklebottom. My food doesn't normally walk right up. And it didn't, because we're not food. We're here to make a deal, my friend. What could you possibly offer me? Anything you desire. For the small price of that skull atop your hoard. Uh... The dragon rears back indignantly. The skull? Why would you want my skull? Well, uh, I've got a bit of a soul-trapping incident, and I I need to uh, take the skull from your hoard in order to get my soul back. You know nothing of souls. This is all that's left of mine. Olive can hear this. Yeah, Tanninger, like... She has a deep, rumbling voice. Yeah, Tanninger does not get it, because he... Well, actually, no. He has been a little more into children since all those little baby satyrs were born. Yeah, so, you've got nieces and nephews now. Yeah, so Tanninger's like, uh, oh, well, it's to my understanding that the skull will be used in a resurrection and brought back to life. By who? And is it like Macy, I believe is her name. What, a human? Yes, a powerful necromancer. We all have our own skill sets, my dear. You're a massive whale-headed dragon turtle, and I'm very pretty. Macy can bring people back. Hmm, they're the ones who took my child from me. They're just lucky I haven't killed all of them yet. Have you been eating their children, maybe? I might have. Hmm, Well, fair. Well, do you have a name? Oh, dragon of the cave. I am older than names. I am older than the ocean itself. Okay, well, older than names. <laughs> uh, I just mean to say, like you said, that is your soul. So what is more important? Vengeance and a vendetta against the people that took them? 
or the chance that yours can be returned to you? Roll a persuasion check. Yay! I assist Roll your D6 I first. To... Yeah, this is, uh... Okay, so that's a five. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get advantage. Heck yeah. Uh, so it won't be less than a 23, but let's see how high I can get it. Ba-ba-ba-da. Ba-da-da-da-da. Uh, I think that might be a 30. Ah, 29. DC was 25. You are golden. The dragon turns and swims away, calling back over her shoulder. Take what you need. Take it all. Just bring my child back. (laughs) Hey, that dragon and I feel the same way about, like, resisting the flow. I really like Uh, that dragon. Man, why do I like all the coolest people? (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so tanager is like oh thank you rollo go tell olive to get the trawling nets we can't carry this all out ourselves you can't she say take small, anything it's a small pile of sapphires oh okay oh. cool okay. approximately oh. sixty thousand gold worth of sapphires Ooh, baby i love your way Everything. <laughs> uh, cool. So Tanager just hums to himself as he fills his pockets with sapphire, totally ignorantly thinking, I did a good deed today. Yes, you I'm did. I'm for one. Selfless. I am picking one out for Penelope because I know dwarves like gems. So I'm picking out some, some, I'm looking for a real good one and a big one too. Oh yeah. Equal shares, of course. But, All right. Uh, yeah, and then we'll get the skull and get the step in. Yeah. Uh, as you pick up the skull, please do a perception check. Okay, so... Do you have oh, to roll a, a D6? Yeah, that's a two. Not for this one. Oh, oh, not for this one? Okay. Then, oh no. You're just perceiving. Well, of course Tanager can't see past himself and gets an eight. Okay. Nothing happens. Continue. Sapphires, get my soul back, Sapphire. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we exit the cave with the skull in tow, and, well, I guess actually as we're walking out, I go, uh, Murr, you're from the harbor, right? Uh, yes. From, well, here you go. And oh. I hand her the skull. All right, well, yes. I'll, I'll have to figure out how to find Maisie. Like I said, she's been hard to get a hold of, but I'll figure out how to get it back to her. da da oh, well. da We saved Tanager's life slash soul. Woo! Does the paper, like, cha- like say... You know, paid in full. Um, the paper doesn't change yet, but uh, she also she notices that there's a gold coin inside the eye socket of this uh, this skull. She asks, "Oh, can I keep this?" I mean, yeah. I don't. Huh. I mean, it's a coin that you found in a skull in a dragon's lair, so I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say it's definitely cursed. But you do, you go. Okay. Yeah, she flips it over. There's a coin with three stars on it. It's made of gold. She puts it in her pocket. Uh, And if you need any help finding the mayor, um, you can contact the fire-breathing kittens. Like, we're a very capable adventuring company. You should see our review on Fantasy Yelp. (laughs) It's five star. It's five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Willie overhears you and pops up from behind the seaweed. What? You guys are part of fire-breathing kittens? Depends who's asking. Hell yeah, uh, dog. And I lift me. up my shirt. <gasps> oh my god, that is so cool. <laughs> he comes over and inspects your, your tattoo. He says, can, can I touch it? 
Oh, I wish you would. <laughs> hey, mine's on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> he pokes it's that like tail. Drop, drow, and I show. Oh my god, guys! This is great! I've heard so much about you. I've read all the reviews. People love you. Oh, my god, I can't believe I got to meet you guys. Come by the guild hall sometime. <laughs> they did not attend a guild fest. <laughs> He's been living on, under the ocean and limited uh, his news. Yeah. Just like year old press releases from fire breathing kittens that are like we did a good job and didn't burn anything down yeah that was that was that was last season you know <laughs> he doesn't know he, that's why he didn't recognize any of you it's a rebuilding year <laughs> uh yeah so Tandra's like willie just come come with me we'll hide you from the hags you can stay at my place i just was saying earlier today that i needed another attendant and then, you you know, when you feel capable, you can join up with the guild. I would love to. Uh, I got such things to teach you, kid. All right. So he is going to go back to Fire Breathing Kittens, and Murr is going to take that skull from you and hang onto it until she can get a hold of Maisie. I think that just means you have to go and get your information about Nixie. Uh, cool. So then we high-step it back to the Queen of Atlantis's palace. This time we'll just go through the window. All right. You swim through the window, no problem. And she looks up when you enter. Hey, Sassy, I took care of that skull thing for you. Did you? I knew I could count on you. Then why'd you make him sign a contract, lady? Well, have you met him? Yeah. Fair. Anyways, <laughs> the information you seek. So you are looking for Nixie Mayedna. How is her real name? Ah, that is her true name. You'll need that to get her to hold still. She's a fast little bugger. She lives on a little island, just, just a short swim away from here, just to the west. If you look right out my window and she points, you can see the, the ground sloping up, uh, it's just over that way. Now, speak her true name, and you'll be able to get her to slow down. And after that, you'll do your best to convince her to give back what she's stolen. It's not easy with the fae. Well, I'm sure she's never met a fae like me. Well, I i mean, cold iron always does the trick. Uh, I think his tanager is technically a fae creature. He can't actually touch cold iron. <laughs> so he's like, ah, oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Nobody has that here, right? I have a pair of handcuffs at my waist. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll bag. figure it out. Toodaloo. Have a good day. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, Sassy. Hey, send me a message. I'm in Nicomoy now. Okay. I, I couldn't find you on the Sending Stones. There was no willow anywhere in there. Oh, yes. I'm going back by Tanninger again. Hmm... I guess that's what happens when you break up with a druid. Okay, Sassy. Gotta see you later. Have a wonderful Bye. night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my best friend of me. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do next? Uh, swim west, I mean. I still haven't gotten a chance to punch anything, and I think it should be my Edna. I think it certainly can. Rolo, how you feeling? I mean, I'm willing to roll on the table if I can get my ADD under control. 
So I'll cast some fireballs. Let's go. Let's go, okay. people. Let's go. All right. You walk up onto the beach. It's a it's a very small island. It's only fifty feet across. And uh, you see Nixie bouncing around on the beach. All right. I immediately become nonviolent because she's adorable. (laughs) You are so wishy-washy, Olive. (laughs) We should make friends. I'm calling you Waffles from now on. Uh, She's too cute. I can't. Waffles, say her name. Would it help if I cast a major image to make her look ugly? Nixie, my Edna, I say, as if scolding a bad dog. She freezes and slowly turns her head to look over her shoulder. Okay, so she's super cute, so I don't like, I'm not like mean to her, but I, I stomp my foot and cross my arms and say, what did you do, Nixie, my Edna? Who told you that name? First off, you did. You told us your name was Nixie. And second off, what do you have to say for yourself, Nixie, my Edna? I did nothing without permission. I do the little brother thing with Rolo where we're like, ooh, Nixie, my ass is in trouble. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not really permission if people don't understand what you're going to do to them. I say, unfortunately, teaching Rolo and Tanager and everybody here a lesson about consent that they can use later i say you have to you have to you have to explain what you're going to do and have them really understand what the consequences are or they can't actually consent that's that's not consent to like saying for example when i fed you bacon that was dog bacon so i apologize i don't think you know many fay do you we can't help it if some people are stupid as she looks at Tanager. Uh, okay. Okay. She's get she's getting fast friends. I know charm spells, like, they have advantage or... Is it advantage or immunity? I believe it's I, immunity. Okay, because I have it as well. Uh, wait, 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 I have so many things on my sheet. Um, I can't find it. Okay, well, even then, if I knew it would be, uh, they would be immune to it, I wouldn't have done it, because, you know, I'm Faye, too. So I knew it would not work. Um, so I'm just like, okay, Nixie, give us our freaking attention back. Nope, no can do. It's mine. You do not have my permission to take my attention. You're too late. Nixie, maybe we could work out a deal. I mean, is there anything that you need? Any kind of... Anything you're interested in? Something we could get for you that's cooler than our attention? Because, I mean, I only had a tiny bit. Tanager, too. I need the attention to live. Then why don't you just become an actress? You're adorable. Go sing a song, and then you don't have to steal attention people will pay you money to look at you and hear you talk that's how i live put your hair up in like a side ponytail have a bunch of stars behind you on the stage we can call you like nini are we attempting to bypass combat with a persuasion check she needs attention to live i'm not gonna beat it out of her what the heck dm i'm not evil okay 
I don't know. You tell you want to punch something. You you're bypassing two combats. I don't know what to tell you. You gave me this adorable toddler. It's not happening. She's a, she's a fae. She only looks adorable. She's actually she's chaotic evil. Yeah, I mean that's great for an actress. Okay. Tanninger is starting to get his want. feelings hurt because Olive had no problem punching him earlier. So he's, he's like, "Am I not as cute as her?" If my <laughs> friends say that they're okay with dying, I punch them straight up. Um, well, so I recently learned all about what it takes to become an actress in Nicomoy because I was helping my friend Malathia, the giant snake woman. She's a twenty-foot-long snake lady, and now she's a famous actress in Nicomoy. So why don't you just also become a famous actress? You guys could be like the dueling divas. Nixie versus Malathia in two opposing lead roles. Roll a persuasion check. Oh, gosh, no. And your D6. Uh, I assist in uh, your in your persuasion check. I, I, I stare deeply into her eyes as I say. <laughs> uh, with an eight. <sighs> with an eight. Eight. That was at advantage? Yeah. I have a negative one in persuasion. Ugh. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. With an eight, she is not looking convinced. She does not trust you. And she gestures and a watery whip and scimitar spring to her hands. I tried. It's rolling for initiative? Yes, that's yeah. roll for initiative. Um, great. Uh, I think the move is grapple handcuffs, Olive. Okay. My initiative was 14. Okay. 18. One second. 17. Yeah, Tanager, let's incapacitate her. Okay. Oh, you know what we could do? We could take her back uh, to the Sea Witch. I'm sure she could mess with her. All right, Rolo, you're up first. All right, so I guess I'm going to cast a spell. So I'm going to roll on my d6 here. And it's a three. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is... You stare off into space. I'm sorry, your okay. turn is void. Okay. Do I burn the slot or... You know, you don't burn a spell slot. Okay, thanks. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Were you casting a spell? Yes. That was oh sorry so that's three you cast another spell of the same level oh okay um so one two three. randomly including that spell or not including that spell not including that spell okay so I will skip that one in the count and roll a d8 for my spells I roll a seven so that's why cast wall of fire on her okay and. It does 21 fire damage to her. Does, is, does she have... Is there a to hit to this? Or no, um, I don't think that it, spell has one. I think it's a reflex it's saving throw. It's a dex throw. 17 saving throw. But she's going to take damage anyway. She's going to take 5d8. Dex saving throw. She has a plus 7. Oh, only a 10. Okay, so she's going to take 21. 21, alright. And there is a... Um, a wall that is, you know, bisecting. It's in front of her, just in front of her. Perfect. Anything else on your turn? No. All right, Tanninger, you're up. I will be casting... Uh, well, I'm going to move up so I'm in melee range. And then uh, cast a, 
inflict wounds at a fifth level. So I got to make a melee spell attack. Well, roll your d6 first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, That's a five. So that's wild magic, right? Yep. And I got a 11. All right. 11 is your to hit? Yeah. Okay. That no, does 11 not... was wild magic. Oh, oh 11, 11 was what I got on the wild magic. Oh, sorry. I haven't rolled my to hit. Roll a d10. Your height changes by a number of inches equal to the roll. If the roll is odd, you shrink. If the roll is even, you grow. And you guys should be more careful. Uh, One of them is instant character death. I mean, I'm a spellcaster. Like, (laughs) there's only so much I can do. Yeah. Um, I I live with this every day. I'm a wild magic sorcerer. (laughs) So I... uh, (laughs) Right. Uh, I got a two, so I grow. Um, And then how much do I grow? Two inches. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm 5'10 now. All right. Uh, is this huh. permanent? Yeah. There's like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I okay. kind of don't want my attention back. This is kind of rad. And then uh, and now go ahead and cast hit. your spell. So that is a 27 to hit, my guy. It hits. So now it'll be 7d10 damage. All right. Ooh, that's really nice. Uh, 18... 26, uh, 49, 49 points of damage as racking pain fills her body. So I, I fill, fill her with all of my emotions that I felt while I had to talk to my ex earlier yesterday. <laughs> all right. Olive, you are up. I roll a D6 and I get a five. For an action, you get advantage. Sweet. Let me just re-roll a few things right now. Okay. <laughs> My lowest to hit is 28. Yeah, they all hit. I stomp up to her and I'm like, you just look like a cute kid. You're really evil. <laughs> and I punch her two times doing 21 damage and please make a constitution saving throw. Constitution. Okay. Uh, 19. Nothing happens. I just loom over you. Because I'm, like, 5'11", and you're two feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Oh. That ends my turn. It is now her turn. Uh, oh, and everyone is... Because everyone is within 10 feet of her, correct? Maybe not Rolo, because you can cast that spell at range, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So further back, because anybody within, I think it's 10 feet of the uh, wall of fire gets damage. Oh, oh, I would get damage then. Yeah, I would get damage. Oh, okay. So yeah, both of you take damage from Wall of Fire, and both of you, if you take... end your turn, so you guys could move away. All right. But I would provoke uh, an attack of opportunity if I did, because I had to get in melee range. True, true. So how Same. much damage do I take from Wall of Fire? Uh, it's actually, it's on one side of the wall, so I guess I cast that away, facing away, facing to her. So then you're you're good, as long as you don't cross the wall. I think I must have punched her through. Oh, because you punched her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then that's, you're going to also take 5d8 damage, which was, uh, I don't, I guess we'll roll again. 22. All right. Uh, I'll just take the same. And everyone within 10 feet of her also takes 2d6 cold damage, average seven. Yeah. Ow. Mm-hmm. Went down from 101 to 72 hit points. <laughs> Listen, okay. I meant to cast a different spell. 
And Tanager right. looks back and goes, single target, Rolo, single target. It's my attention. <laughs> okay. And uh, she is going to cast Whirlpool, a giant wave from the ocean cascades over everyone in range which is uh within 20 feet can uh, i counterspell hmm can i counterspell you can reaction? try okay well roll you already cast a spell this round well so it's a don't. reaction but i rolled a one anyway so hmm. so um, am i good are you not allowed to cast a reaction spell if you've already cast a spell this turn I I think you're only allowed one leveled spell and one cantrip in a round. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, rules nope. lawyer. Okay. Uh, um, but do you have but do you have sorcery points? I do have sorcery points. Yeah. So I think you can spend them to cast another spell. Okay. I'm not sure though. I I've, I think like, you have to have chosen that. Ah. Yeah. I'll I'll skip for now. That's fine. Okay. Um, so everyone within 20 feet of Nixie, uh, has to make a dexterity saving throw, please. 23. Perfect. 16. 17. Well, Rolo, you're not within 20 feet, right? I wasn't sure. I was going to say that I was within 20, but not within 10. Oh, okay. And what was your roll? 17. 17. All right. So let me just roll the dice. 16d6. No, that's too many. <laughs> it's a lot of d6. <sighs> yeah, so Tanager takes 58 damage and falls prone. And. Uh, oh, hmm? okay. <laughs> Tanager falls prone at three hit points, I believe. And the other two of you, please take half that amount of damage and do not fall, th- fall, fall prone. Evasion. When you are asked to make a dexterity saving throw... Oh, wait, no. Yeah, and you take only half damage. You instead take no damage if you succeed on the saving throw and only half damage if you fail. So I take no damage, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Monks. But Rolo, you're still taking, like, 20, what, 27 damage? Yep. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Tanager is looking rough. Uh, but that is the end of her turn. It is Rolo's turn. All right. I'm going to save my counter spell, so I'm going to cast a cantrip instead. And I'm going to go with Firebolt, because I'm hoping she has immunity. Or, um, vulnerability. So let's see, that is... Oh, I forgot to roll. She does not, but okay. Six. Well, I thought she was cold. Roll a four on the d6. Okay, so that is you cast a different spell of the same level. Okay, a different cantrip. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I cast light. Okay, it's awesome. Right at her. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Anything else you want to do? Duh, no, I'm ready. I'm just hanging on, ready f- to counterspell. All right, Tanager. <laughs> Tanager is uh, running away, using his Fey touched ability to cast Misty Step. So I'm just going thirty feet away from her mm-hmm. and then as uh my action because that's a bonus action i'm going to use my class ability invoke duplicity um and summon a duplicate of me that i can cast spells from basically where i was standing before okay uh 
Oh, no, I can't cast two spells. Okay. That's it. Okay. Did you roll your d6 for duplicity? Oh, dang. Uh, I need to do it for Misty Sep, not duplicity. Okay. Uh, it was a two. And that's a spell? Yeah. All right, it proceeds normally. Cool. Uh, and then I need to... Well, actually, no, I do need to do... Because it's an action. So my action for Invoke Duplicity got a two. Oh, you do not invoke duplicity. You attack a random object. Uh, so roll a d4. Three? And y- this is after I've misty stepped 30 feet away. Oh. Hmm. You don't have any ranged weapons? Uh, I don't have a bonus action to draw it. Okay. Well, then you punch the ground. Yeah, I kick a Sorry. rock or something. I stomp a shell. Okay. Um. Next up is Olive. So I was reading the rules errata on Counterspell, and I think you can cast it because it's a reaction. So there's an example on flutesloot.com. It's got an example where a person's casting a fireball, someone else casts Counterspell on them, and they can, using a prepared reaction. Oh, that's right counterspell the counterspell so you you can cast counterspell just to let you know okay anyway going back to what olive is doing does a 30 hit you evil fairy does a 19 hit you evil fairy i have to check that one um dc is 18 or ac okay take 22 damage and then please make a constitution saving throw okay constitution you're taking requests don't make the constitution saving throw <laughs> fail it fail the constitution saving throw. oh crap sorry but she rolled a 14 and has a plus six i believe you she succeed. passes all right uh nixie's turn she is going to come after olive here um does she move out of the wall of fire I- oh i forgot to roll a d6 for my turn i'd random attack which i guess is just i hit her because she's the yeah, only thing I'll- near me I'll okay. give it to you. All right. Whew, I'm glad I moved. Okay. You would have killed me. <laughs> she is going to come towards you, and she is going to do her double attack, strike once with her scimitar and once with her water whip. Uh, they are both a t- plus 12 to hit. Uh, so let me roll the to hits first. Uh, well, the one was a natural 20, and then the other is 7 plus 12. Does a 19 hit you? No. Okay, so just the one hit, and it is 2d6 plus 7, so 4d6 plus 7. Uh, she hits you for 19 damage. I go down from 72 to 53 hit points. And that is the end of her turn. Rolo, you are up. All right, she's made me mad. And I don't like it when she hurts my friend, so I'm going to go ahead and cast Fireball. I'm going to roll a five, unfortunately, on that. Yep. What's your wild magic? Uh, 71. Okay. You gain resistance to all damage for the next minute. Sweet. And then I'm going to do 8d6 damage to her, which is 33. She gets a dex 17 saving throw for half. She fails it. All right. 33. All righty. Perfect. And anything else? No. All right. All right. Tanger, you're up. Okay. After all, a couple checks here. So first, I'm going to cast 
invoke duplicity again because I didn't burn it right because I never did you it. You didn't burn it because it didn't happen. Cool. Uh, same spot, thirty feet in her melee range, um, and for that one, I got a six. It does not happen. I, you I trip. Fall down. You are now prone. <sighs> okay. Uh, I guess bonus action. I'm going to second wind, which gives me eight HP back. Perfect. So at least I'm at eleven now. Um, can I invoke duplicity from the ground? I think so. Okay, then I'm going to action surge and try it again. Okay. Oh my god, another six. Wait, can I fall more on the ground? No, roll again. Okay. That's a one! Okay, it goes forward as planned. Uh, cool. So now I only have a bonus action, which I did not plan for this, so give me just one second. Really thought I was going to get it off that first round. Um, nah. I'm happy with getting what I got off all in my turn. Perfect. Oh, I guess move action to get up. Okay. At the end. And Olive, you're up. Olive rolls a four on her attention dice, so she has disadvantage when she rolls to attack and misses both times. That ends my turn. All right. Well, she's still going to go for you because you're the only person in melee range right now. Um, She is going to make her double attack. Uh, I we got a twenty something that definitely hits, and then nine plus twelve is twenty, twenty-two, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-one hit. Yep, my AC is twenty. All right, perfect. So we got a fourteen plus twelve, uh, twenty-six, twenty-six damage, as you are slashed across the face with a scimitar and a water whip. Leaves a big welt. I go down to 27 hit points. And uh, I say, ow! And right. I no longer <laughs> like her. <laughs> Rolo, you're up. Um, all right, so I'm going to cast Immolation at her. I roll a six. Great. Wild magic. Yep. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, you cast Confusion centered on yourself. Does my spell still go off? Yes, it does. All right. So I cast Immolation, and that gives her a 17 dex saving throw, or take 26. Uh, She fails the dex saving throw and takes the 26. All right. She has 8 HP left. I have no idea what's happening, but I'm like, she's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I rolled a one for my d6. Perfect. To attempt to cast Inflict Wounds uh, from my duplicity. The Inflict Wounds is a 27 to hit. It hits. And I deal 37 damage. She goes down. I Was this lethal? it to fifth level. Was this lethal oh. or non-lethal? Inflict Wounds, I believe, only... I think it's, like, necrotic, or it's just, like, pure pain damage. So, yeah, it's... Well, can you non-lethal a spell? No? Yes? I'm not sure. So, here's the thing. According to official 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons rules, you cannot cast non-lethal damage with a magical attack. However, in Fire Breathing Kittens, uh, it's our game, so, like, we can do whatever we want, and we house rule that if you don't want to kill someone, you don't have to... Because yeah, it's magic. Just... <laughs> but how does that work? It's magic. 
non-lethal necrotic damage. Yeah, I just leave her with writhing pain, and I assume when she hits, like, zero hit points, she's just like, ow, 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 ow. Yes. And she falls unconscious. A glittering blue substance comes out of her mouth and streams towards you, and you see some streaming off towards the west as well. Oh. Aww. She's gonna die without attention. What do we do? What do we do? I, like, try to put it back in. No, it's yours now. Hey, Your attention guys. deficit disorder is cured. But Don't worry. I, I think I know how to handle this. And I kind of like, I think this is a bad entity. We got him on the ground. We either bring him into like a place where they can get managed or we just end this here because she's just going to do it to more people. I also have dimensional shackles. I use an action to place these shackles on an incapacitated creature. They adjust to fit any creature from small to large. Is she tiny sized? I believe just small. She's like two feet tall. Just small? Okay. Then it fits her. If she doesn't make a DC 30 strength athletics check, which she can do once every 30 days, she's bound and prevented from teleporting of her own will, like how Rolo did earlier. Yeah. What do you think, Rolo? Why don't we bring her to the Sea Witch? Oh, no. Sea Witch is bad. We'll definitely use her for evil. Honestly, guys, I'm going to be straight up. I think we should just gack her. Okay, we've got one vote for kill. Rolo, one vote for take two authorities. But not those. I guess it's to me. All of it comes to you. (sighs) I mean... I mean, there was the way that she looked at me earlier. I flashed back to how she just really wanted bacon. And I can so empathize with someone who really wants she to eat bacon. She was using you. Yeah, but it worked. I don't think we should kill her. <laughs> All right, let's take her into the authorities. I just want to feed her more bacon. I can't help it. Well, I'm, I'm let's just... just take her back to the guild hall then. All right. I'm sure we have some sort of room we can put her in. Aaron loves attention. And I'm sure between me and him, we can get her to healthily manage with lessons from consent of you of course maybe we could rehabilitate this evil fairy and tanager is like actively rolling his eyes as he says that okay rehabilitator and and that's the best we can do okay i'll settle for that (laughs) okay all right at least at least she's under our watch we're the only people we you know trust i don't know (laughs) I'm so freaking tired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We take her back to the guild hall and uh, she can't work magic because we're going to go buy an item that makes sure she doesn't (laughs) right now. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. I'm sure there's a magic circle somewhere in the guild hall we can just stick her in. Oh, yeah. Okay. She is safely contained. You each have... 20,000 gold worth of sapphires, uh, and the skull has been safely given to the town of Gardaloo. Um, I think that concludes our adventure today, unless there's anything that anyone really wants to do. Uh, just real quick, exchange sending sound info with Mer. Be like, hey, you know, if you need uh, any advice on your wardrobe or any more problems we can solve, it was uh, really nice working with you, and, you know, I hope you feel the same. Oh, yeah, she absolutely slipped a sending stone in your pocket before you left. Dope. Tanager is, like, very happy. (laughs) Okay, this concludes our adventure. Thank you for joining us today. We were joined by Rolo. Thanks, everybody. Olive. Bye. And Tanager. 
When is the appropriate time to sending someone after you've met? Immediately. Let them know you're really interested. <laughs> Probably 515. <laughs> <laughs> favorite time. Uh, that's when uh, I'd call. <laughs> so, hi, I'm Dennis Kwan, and I'm the host of The Hobbyist. So, being someone who's into quite a lot of things, I've always been a space cadet when it comes to hobbies. And that sparked the curiosity in me to know what kind of hobby people on the internet dabbled in as a joy for me to learn about the stories behind their hobbies. So to do that, I would talk to other hobbyists about what they're passionate about for the time being. And sometimes I would also dive into the science of hobbies and discuss about uh, underrated hobbies. So if you're interested in becoming my guest, do visit the link in the description, and I appreciate every kind of support that I get from you all. So thanks, Fire Breathing Kittens, for having me on the show, and I hope you guys have a great day, and peace out. You're listening to What We Binge, except this is an ad. We watch a lot of different kinds of TV and movies, and if you want our take... Listen to us at What We Binge or just What We Binge. Yep. Or if you, or if you just we like that. We talk about movies. Yeah. We talk about TV shows. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Uh, what We Binge. Listen to us on um, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Apple, Apple Podcasts Podcast. and Google Are you in the mood for a good laugh? <laughs> or maybe a good scream? How about some childlike wonder? Or a thought-provoking mystery? Then get your ears ready for a treat, because the Mutual Audio Drama Network presents shows every day for your enjoyment. Each day is a different genre featuring the talents of a huge pool of audio drama masters. Oh, and some clever comedy creators as well. <laughs> Subscribe to the Mutual feed and get them all, or choose the genres you really love. Ooh. You'll find the Mutual Audio Network at all your favorite places, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, EarBuddies, Podcast-O-Rama, Casting Call, Codpast, and wherever quality shows are found. Okay, I made a few of those up. Or simply go online to MutualAudioNetwork.com. And of course, it's all free. free. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Listen and imagine together. Maintaining social distancing, of course.